0: Extremely fascinated as a human about another intelligent life.
1: We're, we're good. We're good. We're good.
2: I appreciate you doing this. Hey, yeah, man. bro. Oh, dude, man, I love what you guys to this doing. You. I love Salud, you're doing. Thank you. Salud, otra vez. Salud. Glad we all met. I just love the way the world works, and it's my favorite part when you make friends from the friend you didn't know you were gonna make, and then you nah. make a friend's friend's friend. Right. That's uh. Well, that's the way it goes. <laughs> you ready?
0: I'm ready. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Am I on? Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. We got to stretch first.
2: You know, I gotta say, you guys have just fucking incredible voices. It's really nice. Like, you two, I can hear, like, fall, I could fall asleep, wake up too. I might. Hey, I'm gonna send you a mixtape. Have to have you guys come over. Hey, I'm gonna send you a mixtape,
0: a nice lullaby. I, got, I appreciate <laughs> a nice that. nice lullaby. That's what I wanted yeah, yeah. to be called a nice Sleep. lullaby Sleep. for Steve. You're getting sleepy.
2: <laughs> you are getting sleepy.
0: You are a good boy. You did all. It's all affirmative. I'm proud of you. Yeah, like
2: you, it, it's, a, it's a lullaby with affirmation. Yo, that's a hard ass idea. You're
0: amazing, man. You're a an gra- <laughs> agreement. You're gonna you're, you're gonna, gonna wake <laughs> you You're love a you. fucking angel. <laughs> you are
2: yeah. And then you got like the, the B side where it's the opposite and shit. You piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. You better you get motherfucker. Up more. You better, you better get up more. And work harder. <laughs> you're here again. What the fuck? <laughs> Well, Sleep, see. I see, huh?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> getting lazy, huh? Mm. Um, laying down, huh? You're yeah. <laughs>
2: literally sleeping on opportunity.
0: <laughs> That's the kid, uh, David Goggins side. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get up. Do it. So I'm going to interject. Who are we with, senor? Should I should I intro myself? Yeah. No, 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 not you, our guest. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> We're into Wait, little... we have to introduce all of us? No, like... we'll, we'll go
2: backwards. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs>
0: This do I
3: have to introduce you too? Yes. yes. <laughs> that's
0: how we we'll do it. That's to, the to best, 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 best knowledge. Of life. Yeah. And then Matata, we'll, we'll, you know, <laughs> we'll no that's what it's all about. That's how we do it. We'll remix <laughs> the remix. We're all
1: together now.
3: Yes. Oh, all
1: We're in way. a UFO. That was the portal. We're in a UFO now. We're chilling. We're just watching the stars. All right, all right, now I get it. Yeah. All All right. Well, let me say. uh, I want to say how I met you. (laughs) Um, The first time I ever met you, that podcast, uh, the Legends of uh, South Chicago. When we did that episode, I remember I really didn't. I I think I seen you somewhere, but not really like knew who you were as a person. but i heard of you like i heard a lot about you i've heard about the hope it was good awards <laughs> no yeah awards you're like bro you were like you know how like religions have saints and shit oh, like come that. on now bro like i'm <laughs> um, for real bro like you're well spoken about you're like people love you bro people love oh, what man, you're doing they recognize it, it. it so that's all i've heard so you were like almost like a celebrity to me like oh, when you, the first time i met you and then, uh, but I've never seen you, and then I remember seeing your grandpa, uh, Roman, and then you came in with the fucking thing of coffee, bro, <laughs> and I just I just looked at the, at the thing of coffee, and I was like, oh, this guy is cool as fuck, bro. <laughs> That's come exactly gotta what come I needed, ready, man. man.
2: Gotta come ready.
1: Yeah, that was exactly what I needed. So, uh, ever since then, uh, from hearing you on the, uh, on the episode with South by Southeast, shout out, Mike and Krista. I got to see you as a person. I got to see uh, you with your grandpa. I got to see you and your knowledge that you had. You had a lot of knowledge right away. Uh, You just know so much, so many people. And it was just like, and everybody loves you. And you've been working with a lot of people, not even from the east side, south side, south Chicago, people from the north side. Like, you've been working a lot, man. And you always are here in south chicago in the east side you're always here you're not just here like to film some shit, you know now you live you you are here so it was it's like it's been amazing to like see you with the film with the documentary seeing that process and seeing you and seeing your growth and everything i've enjoyed every man, moment thanks, it's amazing bro and uh so he is Steve. Walsh. Thank, Appreciate it. Appreciate it.
4: Thank you. I told you
0: those intros are amazing. So I'm. I'm a piggyback off of that. Um, I've known you. I've heard of you for quite a bit. Um, I'm a Bob Ross you from the beginning, right off the bat. I heard of a young Jedi that uh, left the area, came back, and decided to tell a story about. Not only his family, but his family in South Chicago On the east side In our area, my area that I grew up in And the first opportunity I got to watch said Journal notes from this amazing journalist I'm like, oh, he's done his homework He's studied deep He he gave me a lot of information that I didn't get through my my normal channels of, of education. I learned a lot about my history, what's going on in the, in the community, and from this one young Jedi's notes that he took on his journey. And to me, I had a lot of questions. Why? <laughs> Why? Like Plato's allegory, if he had an opportunity to potentially leave and go live a life, teach? Why come back and devise a plan to spend so much time, money, into a project about a small little community?
2: Oh, man, you know, I feel like it's... Um you know, it's kind of a, it's like a part of, like, you don't know what you got until it's gone. A little bit of that, you know, when I went off to college and I went to Houston, Texas when I was teaching, grad school, you know, all these places, I met all these people. And, you know, every time I met somebody new, it, it always reminded me of, like, somebody from home. And I realized that we have all these beautiful characters from home that I can, like, compare all the time to, and and, and yet nobody really knew those people from our neighborhood, you know, they didn't know about the incredible artists from our neighborhood or the mm. teacher that went above and beyond and mm. sacrificed her whole life for the, you know, future kids of the neighborhood. You know, they knew all the negatives. Everybody knew all the negatives. You know, mm. the media is quick to address that. But there was so many beautiful parts of the community that, like, the farther I went, the less and less I heard about those things. And even in Chicago, I mean, you know, people don't even know about our community from this city. And like you said, people from our neighborhood don't even know about our community. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a big part of that. And, and I think also as I got older, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of history. I love history, I love mm. ancient history. Mm. Um, and I, I got deeper and deeper into the storylines of like humanity and, mm. and I kept noticing every time that I would gravitate towards these different worlds whether it was a King Arthur or a Robin Hood or a Joan of Arc or Vikings or pirates. I just always found a similar quality to our neighborhood, and there were so many underdogs, and there were so many uh, villainized groups in history that were just exactly relatable. You know, I'd I'd read about this character in a book that I can exactly find someone from the neighborhood. Mm. You know, I know a Robin Hood that would do what he had to do to take care of the people that needed stuff. I knew of a King Arthur that would unite a bunch of people to overcome a struggle, Um, but nobody else knew about it, so it got me thinking a lot about how these fairy tales even originate you know like Robin Hood was probably just some cat from the hood who knew how to get and knew how to give back you know Mm. Joan of Arc was this person that with undying strength fought for what she believed in Mm. how many people do we know whether they were misguided or not growing up that had that you know and so I, I realized that stories in addition to you know the content is important but like the storyteller needs to be there or Mm. we'll never know you know or we'll never know so i think i think because of the world of the commercial video and digital world i was i was in and i was learning about because of my career and my love for film and my love for story and my love for history Mm. and then my love for community i just figured fuck it i'm gonna put it all together Uh um you know, because I don't really know what I'm doing, but I know what's needed. So, you know, if I don't do it, I'm not sure who will.
0: Hmm. Where did that love start from? The love of, like, to get into the film and then diving into the whole, I guess you can call it producing, correct? Because you're, you're running the whole show.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I th- um, yeah, I mean, at this point, I, I do pretty good balance of writing, directing, and producing for work. Yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> Which, yeah, I mean, it's a dream a come true, man. It's a dream come true. You know, but I'm, not, and I'm noticing that they don't, they don't exist to like each other, though. And so that's what's really interesting about this mm. project. Being, in general, I think a writer, you always have issues with a producer. Because mm. the producer cares about the money and the finished product. And the writer cares about the story. And then you got the director who wants to take the writing, in, in which I feel like the writing is very ideal, in an ideal world, I want spaceships and I want explosions and I want Michael 3D, uh, but then, then, then you got to work with a budget. I think um, in the world I'm in, I seem to gravitate a lot towards writing and directing because producing is a tough, it's a tough role, man. You got to mm. kind of play the parent on a project, oh, um, but it's good for this specific documentary because it's about my family. It's about my neighborhood. So like I'm the check and balance of all of it. Yeah. Um, but I really, you know, I've always wanted to write films. It's been a dream of mine since I was a shorty growing up. Yeah. I just, you know, the way we grew up and the way in my family, my hierarchy, and, and you know, the what, what I was taught was, like, get this money. You have to get money. Mm. So I went to school for accounting to start. I thought I had to, you know, put the tie on and, and no, no diss to anyone in that world, but... I knew it wasn't for me. I knew Mm. it. I knew it in my gut, in my heart, in my brain. Everything was telling me that this is not, like, I can do this, but it's not what I want to do, and I don't think (laughs) it's really what I'm put here to do. So,
0: What do you think that was? Was that your higher self? What do you think?
2: (sighs) Nah, man, I don't know, man. When it comes to those gut feelings, I don't know if it's a mix of some ancestors. It's a mix Hmm. of my subconscious. It's a mix of, you know, my rational being. Mm. But uh, everything was telling me that, the world that I'm in was not the one I wanted to be in. So I got into education mm. and I love that. I learned a lot and it helped a lot with what I'm doing now. Cause you know, you, if you can manage 120 kids, you can manage a four person production. Team. That ain't shit. <laughs> like, come on, man. I have 40 kids in a classroom. This ain't nothing. Yeah, dang. Um, <laughs> But, you know, I, I, I love that, at least in my life, I was fortunate to say that all of the experiences I have have combined to help me with what I'm doing now. From being an older brother, mm. to being a teacher, to being someone that understands the world of marketing, I really just put it all together. And so that's, that's typically what I do on a project.
0: Mm. How would you describe, if, if anybody hasn't seen the documentary yet, how would you des- describe your documentary, A City Within a City?
2: And it's always so as best as possible. It's very different from like when we first would chop about it because now it's so <laughs> much closer to being finished. Um, I think it is a, a, on an external level, it is a, it's like a novel about our community mm. um, in, in a majority, in a mainly documentary form. But I think on, on the, under the surface, what I'm realizing is it's really a love story between me and the community and almost a love hate story because I think you know you know Tony I know you can relate to like there's times where you grow up and you feel almost a sense of shame for the community and and what I've ultimately learned and what I'm hoping translates in the film is that that shame gets I, I get redirected as to why that happened so this is a documentary about the rise and fall and re-rise and probably fall again and re-rise again of the southeast side of Chicago, um, and it's me discovering that story through the lens of my grandfather and the mm. individuals that pushed things forward from you know the '50s on. Wow!
0: When I first saw the documentary and I saw the like livelihood of a community I grew up in, with me and my friends grew up in, the, that same community wasn't there. It wasn't, we grew up in a whole, it was like a, wait, you had a time machine. There were so many businesses, there was parades, there was white glove waving, uh, livelihood. It reminded me of like a modern day, like Hyde Park. and reminded me of like a South Loop, a Fulton Market District excuse me it it reminded me of, of something that it seems so so far away but it's kind of close it happened within our generation and, and that it threw me for a loop it sent me down a rabbit hole like oh my god mm-hmm. and now all my old friends I talked to them hey man it, it makes it gave me a different perspective on a whole bunch of things because like you said it was it's like I'm watching a PBS documentary um, a, a HBO documentary on something I l- I lived and see through and seen it through my lens, different lenses. You learn so much more. You know? Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> it's to me, it's 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 amazing to see. I want to see like a, a legit. HBO documentary series from you. Can can we make that happen (laughs) with with the whole? (laughs) How's the the progression of the whole document? You said in the beginning, kind of we chopped it up before, but it's it's changed and it's it's evolved. How's that been?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, It's it's man. It's been a roller coaster. I think the biggest change from the start of the planning to where we're at now is um, my involvement like my role in the film, where originally I was just, you know, kind of narrating a few things and a very outside perspective. And what I noticed, to what seemed to be the most compelling from the footage was me learning, just like you were saying, when you're watching it and you're discovering what your neighborhood once was compared to what you experienced, we, we noticed there that that was something we had to include. So... I was a little hesitant to do that because, you No, you need that shock
0: factor. Yeah, Uh. but, you know,
2: I like being behind the camera. That's why I like directing. It's it's Mm -hmm. a, you know, I think most people that direct and write kind of like being in the cut as opposed to being in front of the camera. So it was something that it took me a while to get comfortable with because Mm -hmm. I just, I just didn't really, I just didn't want that. Like, I don't, I don't know what, what that, um, let me retake that. Let me retake that. It, it was. We rewound. It was. It was difficult for me to. I forgot um, to, what I was saying. <laughs> 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 hey, <laughs> we like, come prepared. You're like. You're like. Yeah. We're gonna. We're gonna cut that. No. Keep it raw. Keep it raw. <laughs> we keep it you ODB. Like, uh, but yeah, you know, like I just I didn't want this shit to be about me and and yeah. what I realized as people were were hearing me talk about it was like, man, we are learning as you learn and and, and mm-hmm. as an audience when we see you discover these things, it's that much more. It sticks that much more. Yeah. Because we're watching you being blown away by the, the the history of your neighborhood. So, that was the biggest change, man. I became more in front of the more of the front and center. It was less about my grandfather and more about my relationship with my grandfather and my understanding of how, how he, how he was the way he was, you know, like, you know, I think we all have that grandfather growing up, that old drunk grandfather (laughs) that was mad at the world, and like, I just kind of took that as it was, like, all right, that's just him, that's who he is, and after, after spending so much time with him because of this film, I'm, I could have never been more wrong you
0: found out why he was upset in the first place yeah yeah, and it, was, nice. it was it was a chaotic time during the steel mills how did you feel finding out all that information did you have like beforehand knowledge via your gramps of steel mills or just did you learn more while you're uncovering you're like
2: oh fuck <laughs> yeah man i mean it, it's like you said it's um we didn't learn about it in school. And Mm. that's what's crazy, man. How do we not, you know, how do schools not spend time learning about their neighborhood?
0: Exactly. It seems like one of those
2: things you take, oh yeah, of course. But then everyone you ask like, oh, I don't know why, you know, this street is named this street or why Mm. this park is named this park. And, so that was like where it all started for me. I wanted to figure out, like, why is Ewing called Ewing? Yeah. Come find out. It's this dude. Oh. This man bought, this man bought, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, I'm going to have to get some fact checks, but <laughs> he bought a whole la- area of land from a Potawatomi native named Toga for like $100. He bought the Yo. whole, you dig. And Yo. uh, now there's a street named after him. But you know, like, I wanted to know those things. Like, who is wow. who are these people? You know, Rowan Park. Rowan was an alderman. Um... Hmm. You commercial avenue there was once Bam. business there was once business on this street that's yes. why it was called commercial avenue but we all know commercial avenue anyone who grew up in my era there was no business on uh-huh. that street but there was some business on that street corner yeah uh, so on the corners like food and,
0: and extracurricular uh, yeah, man. so um yeah
2: that, that's my quest man and I, I feel like as i'm getting older education and history fascinates me and these are the things that i think are going to make tomorrow better and in order to avoid it you know, being repetitive and repeating itself time and time again, we need to give people that awareness. So mm-hmm. that, that's really the quest, man. I want to make sure the shorties watch this and are appreciative of what, you know, what our ancestors had to go through just to get us here, you know, just to get us right here. It's, it fascinates me that people sometimes forget that like Latinos on the East side was, was unheard of. That shit was yes. not allowed. And I grew yeah. up on the East side, but you know, my grandfather was one of the first Mexicans in the neighborhood. And like, mm-hmm. And I just never appreciated Like what it took For us to even have The things that we had You know
0: Do you know about The the Cal Park War Of what was it When was it We needed 67 I believe Was it 67 So a few miles From here There was a war I haven't I don't know Oh, Steve! Can you give us a brief synopsis of the yeah. War of '67? Yeah. By the way, just in case, yeah. d-
2: depending on how the edit goes, uh, to my right is my good homie Izzy Ortiz, who oh. I've I've known and worked with for for quite some time. I had something for that. I got you. Um, oh, got some heat yeah, in got, the cannon. I got you. Got I some got you. Got in you. The but basically, we're sitting at a table right now. We got two cats from the southeast side, two, two cats that ain't from the southeast side. So it's a nice mix, a nice blend. Ooh, learning. Got the west. You know, I love that west side east side connection. Oh man. yeah, I have yeah. to do my yeah. introductions too. What? we
0: intro. Uh, our intros uh, oh, are going to be in the middle, and in uh, <laughs> the middle, yeah, in no, the middle, at the I'm, end. Oh, by yes, 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 this, Yo, that's the way, This move. is this is how we do it. So, <laughs> th- we, by the, I the way, I got it all uh, planned out in my noggin. Oh, Hopefully. by the way, our guest is. Uh... Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at the end, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what we call a shapeless episode.
4: I like Star Wars. Oh yes, 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 yes. Jedi.
3: It's not linear, oh, just nice. like healing. <laughs> <linear>. <laughs> 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 Bam! Damn, she hit us with the Doctor Phil real quick. God, damn! So, I have to take it there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. So to interject, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do the justice right now. I think watching your sh- watching the documentary, listening to the story, seeing what's going on since we dropped we dropped Shapeless. To me, right now there is like a renaissance going on. It's the local businesses, it's the artists. And to me, uh, I always ask people if, I'm gonna ask you too, we're gonna save this. If you had a, a, a magic wand, poof. If you were the mayor of the city, poof. If you had an unlimited card, what can you do to transform your area? And for me, it's one of the options would be art. Art, I think, is universal. So we interject with Shapeless in the studio, Roman. It's in a perfect area. It's in a perfect area to to kind of bring that renaissance through the arts, and that's that can be the spark, that can be the trickle down, that could be the domino effect that the area needs. That could shed light, that could spark. That artists are one. We're sitting with an artist, correct? Mm. Now, <laughs> dun dun dun. <laughs> Long winded intro.
4: <laughs> Who are
0: we
2: sitting with? So, to my right is my good homie, very good friend, um, and collaborator, Izzy Ortiz. We've been. Hey! Hey! <laughs> Izzy coming straight out the west side Chicago lawn area.
3: Southwest side. You're yeah.
2: Very? Izzy coming straight out the southwest side Chicago lawn area. Mm-hmm. We've. Got- Chicago lawn. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Can I interject mm-hmm. real quick?
0: Ch- Where is Chicago lawn?
3: It's um, right by 63rd and Kedzie. Oh. And. It's a very small neighborhood so it's right surrounded by Gage Park, Inglewood, and uh West Lawn. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Nice. How's how's that? I've actually growing been, up?
3: <laughs> I've been thinking about it a lot recently. I've been spending a lot of time with my family and my cousins and we've always had a really tight-knit family. Nice. Um, but it's just so crazy seeing the story of like life, you know, like I could have never imagined that it would be the way it is. You know, like, being a little kid, I feel really connected to my experiences and my memories and my understanding of the world. Um, Yeah, and, (laughs) like, my family, my, I have a, my grandma had seven kids, Mm. and... They all live like within like five blocks <laughs> of each other. Oh, you yeah, know, like when that sounds right. We know party. that. We know that over here too. Yeah, yeah. Southside connection. They were right yeah. on 62nd in Albany. That's dope. And then, well, when they bought their house, and then everyone moved around the house because they wanted yes. to live nearby. And so it was very that's intentional. How street that's too it street was. That's a community. It was really dope. intentional, that's, that's yeah, to, yeah right. to keep that community close, oh, and yeah. especially like. Um, being immigrants too, um, my mom was the only one that was born here. She went to Gage Park High School.
2: Oh,
3: yeah, and um, my aunts and uncles used to have so much control over us. Like uh-huh. they were
2: shit over the neighborhood. They yo, were in the neighborhood too. <laughs> yo,
3: they were <laughs> they were so like judgy at a certain point, and we just like let them have our power. You know, we let them decide like what we thought, what what we thought about ourselves. Yeah, you know, like that judgment weighed heavy on us and i remember like getting older and seeing my cousins like kind of start to like rebel and one of my cousins she like came out and she's like i'm bye like fuck y'all and i smoke weed fuck y'all damn she, and I she threw that one on top exactly. that was like the like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. ice like, and i smoke weed <laughs> and <laughs> i smoke weed <laughs> <laughs> that's the mic drop and the family was like what the fuck weed you know <laughs> uh, weed Dude. <laughs> so, so much so much you know like my cousins oh, wow. paved the way for like a lot of new ideas for my family yeah. like it was just crazy and i was just like um my oldest my very eldest cousin i think she's cool as hell yeah. and i hung out with her this past weekend and <laughs> we went to waken bakery <laughs> oh. and we got a uh, high as fuck that day you know, we just took edibles i wasn't feeling well and that's why I hit her up and she's like dude come over like I'm just sitting here with this broke boy her baby (laughs) (laughs) nice (laughs) 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 it was so funny and I'm just like oh my god like I love my family (laughs) like I love that this gets to be part of my experience oh, that's beautiful yeah it's, it was blowing my mind and i was telling her i'm like dude i can't believe we're high right now <laughs> like this is hilarious <laughs> and i felt like a child too like man my cousin is real as hell like right. she's a cool ass motherfucker and she has been so judged by the whole family mm. like to this day people Damn. talk about her and it's like she's the realest motherfucker though <laughs> like yes. like she doesn't hold back, and she's like, "Yeah, this happened to me, or I made these decisions, and that's it. Like now I'm here, and like now I'm trying to do other shit. I'm trying to figure it out." That's yeah. it. Um, hey. hey, yeah, Lucy. shout out to them. Hey. Shout, out. <laughs> shout out to them. Yeah, um, but I was telling her, I'm like, it's crazy that we're smoking right now, or like we weren't smoking, we had edibles. I'm like, it's crazy that we're high right now, and she's like, "Bro, everybody does it." She's like, <laughs> she's like, Sochi and Lizana were just smoking, and she's like, oh, I was like. At Tia's house? Like, I thought that was hilarious. Like, I've been trying to figure out, um, like, the story of people, like, Mexican people in Chicago, like, in my neighborhood, too, you know? Yeah. And it's just, like, I watch a lot of tv and i see all these things that just are not like what i actually experience or they're not the humor that we say because we can mm, relate to it yeah you know like
4: <laughs> a like sh-
3: like you know like there, where it's like you can make a, hum- a joke about shame and like like shame that your aunts or uncles put on you you know like damn you're smoking at the house like, yeah that's crazy um and i don't know that's just uh it's a beautiful puzzle and i'm figuring it out
0: as as we all are and Mm -hmm. as is life yeah and it all goes
3: goes back to my neighborhood so shout out
0: how was how was growing up in the neighborhood how was it rough nice
3: well my block was a neutron block oh (laughs) Sweden it was a nice Sweden (laughs) neutral
1: yeah yo it was that's important
3: yeah Yeah. that's important that's That's that's
2: legitimately life changing Dude, I know I only
3: saw like two shootings on my block you know like
2: wow
3: bro you know and I don't know yeah it's
0: it goes to show you it is possible in this, in the right circumstances yeah. in the right environment mm-hmm. in Chicago you can't have
1: peaceful
3: yeah I had life I was you can have out peaceful interactions
4: yeah. yeah wow mm-hmm.
1: so, all the kids and, would hang and out. how old were you, when you since you were born you were there yeah
4: were,
3: yeah My area so <laughs> I'm like, how specific? Because the story's crazy, but Ooh, give um, me a crazy story. <laughs> it's like my parent, my grandparents bought this house. Yeah. And like it was like way back when it was like, it was, I think it was like 73. Damn. And like Gage Park High School didn't get integrated until um 75. Hmm. Damn yeah i'm like damn my mom was just like my mom was born when it was segregated you know yeah. like that was just like a huge
4: wow eye-opener
3: yeah and that's why your history is so important Quattus, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: shut out yeah so basically my
3: my grandparents like kind of gave my mom the house Oh. she inherited the debt <laughs> You know so it's just like <laughs> There's quotations in the air for those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sign here, it's yours <laughs> Please <laughs>
2: Take
1: it Fucking <laughs> take it, yeah Do something with it <laughs> hmm.
3: Yeah, so she grew up there And then, I mean um, I was born and I was born Into that house too mm-hmm.
0: So how? What, what type of artist are you? How would you describe your art your style all that give me the whole rundown
3: i oh my god i don't even know if i consider myself like an artist as much as i consider myself a person oh you know with the
4: (laughs) i've been thinking about it i I
3: really been thinking about it you went deep
1: with that one dude
3: yeah i just the way i live my life like my lifestyle is very like i would say um I don't I don't know if humble is the right word, but it's like this I just like to live my life. You know, mm-hmm. I don't like to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I freelance and nice. you know, I like make as much money as I need, you know. And I, it's only been recently that I've been thinking about like, well, what if what if I made more money than I needed? <laughs> 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 it was oh. seriously, it's yeah, it's, yeah, that's it's like am I limiting myself yeah. here or am cool. I just I like, like you know, I've just I been I liked it. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, like I, I got lucky that I lived on a neutron block, but I didn't get lucky with the way my parents raised me. You know, like I endured right. a lot of abuse, and like neglect and. Southside parents. Yeah, dude, and my parents tried. You know, yeah, like, yeah, but yeah. it was like damn, like y'all did your best, but, but it this shit was up. damaging. It was up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, word. It was up. As we're yeah. learning, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: absolutely. Yeah. Yowzers. That's something that i love about uh, us. a lot of us from this our generations are that we're really learning we're really learning compared to the much education they got from their parents
3: up until now where i'm having kind of like a mental shift i've just been seeking safety security Mm -hmm. like stability and now i'm in the, the part of my journey where it's like damn like I just went through some crazy shit and I'm living like at my uncle's house with my family. And you know, like in some ways, it can feel like I have nothing, but in so many ways, I have so much more than I had before. You know, like it's just like, dude, I'm like learning how to imagine again and like how to dream again of like what my life could be.
1: Have you been traveling?
3: Yeah, I always travel.
1: What kind of places?
3: <laughs> Anywhere You know like <laughs> My man's got a if, vid, He's got it if someone, if someone invites me I will I would prefer To go if someone Invited me Like I just went to Colombia With my friend Who's oh, Colombian Oh And nice. yeah I like to be part of Kind of like a story I guess You know So
1: <laughs> a, yeah, yeah well uh, That's like Voyager Th- I was about, uh, about to say This is uh, the Voyager uh, by the way. I, I'm the same way I connect myself And have different Experiences with Different people I've had experiences here with these people. I've had experiences with people from work going to Dominican Republic because they're from there. Mm. And that I'm the same way. As soon Damn. as I find out you're from a certain place, let's go visit it. Yeah. Let, like, show I, me what I, you're I about. Know. Yeah. Like, it's how like, do I uh, learn about where you came from? The one that, re- uh, the, uh, El the records? Matt. Matt, bro, Matt. Sorry, I'm bad with names. But Matt, like him, he's from Philly and his, his whole storyline. And I told him, bro, hey, whenever you want, cause he always travels back. I'm like, let's go. Just let me know what days so we'll go. Show me what Philly is about, bro. Mm-hmm. And I don't want it to be like typical, not typical Philly stuff, but also I want a hike somewhere within mm-hmm. Philly. Show mm-hmm. me some spots. And He's like, oh, and one day we could do like a whole day of shit. And I'm like, bro, tell me. <laughs> and I want to have their experiences of different places they come from.
3: Yeah so it's a great way to connect to the land Mm -hmm.
2: and learn about yourself too that's what i always thought was so interesting i learned more about myself like as you step out you Mm -hmm. know and like you start to think about like who you are outside it's like you remember
3: you remember who you are more and more yeah Yeah. Yeah. you take with you what you take with you what you
2: want to take with you which Mm -hmm. i think helps defy you like i you know when i'm outside of the environment i'm actually really more into this and like i gotta rethink why i'm not into this when i'm home
3: Mm. mm-hmm Yeah. like that voyager I, I love that i never thought of
0: i, I kind of <sighs> want you i want to i want to go back to the instead of artist you're a human thing what, what, oh yeah, yeah. Yes, what, yes i yes. dive deeper in there oh yeah, yeah. so that, i had
3: to the, i had to tell you a little bit about where i came from because i'm just like i'm just figuring out how to be a human being yeah. you know and that's why that's kind of how i position my my life so i i'm an artist like i make illustrations like that's my work It's my job.
0: Digital. Digital. What's what's your medium?
3: um, Illustrations. I can, and I paint murals too. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, I just do, I don't know. Like I I have ideas and I like to draw them. I like to visualize them. I like to express myself. Like Mm -hmm. I make music too and I I make things with like clay. Um, Yeah, and it's been, I feel like I've been keeping so much of it to myself and I kind of love that. Oh yeah, you know yeah.
0: You got to let that dinosaur
4: out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but
3: it's like right now it's like it's like a little. I'm a little baby, you know, and I'm like feed. Mm. I'm like nurturing myself, Mm. and so I don't know. um, (laughs) I just I'm just living my life. Right. Yeah, and I think we're all artists. So Mm. like life is an artistic act. It's an expression. You know, it's like the what do they say? The universe expressing itself. So,
0: damn, That's deep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, that's, that's the that. shit. You stare at the stars and you ponder, yeah. like, damn. Yeah, <laughs> and that's so crazy
2: because I, I'm coming at it from the polar opposite, Ooh, but with the exact mm, same feeling that you're talking about, give which me I your, think is so give me your It's like understanding to how to label yourselves, but like, I've been having difficulty calling myself an artist. Mm, really? Because because and i think it goes with exactly what you're saying there's literally not shit different about what i'm doing other than now i'm getting paid (laughs) so it's like i was an artist we all are artists what the fuck like but for me it was like i I had trouble saying that i'm an artist because because i'm starting to do it for money you know it was Mm. like oh now that i'm charging people i get to say i'm an artist but like i've been writing scripts and having these ideas and these stories since i was a shorty so i really like that that it's like it's how you approach it, and I right. think it's ultimately like who you are, not like what yeah. you do for money. And what?
3: fuck capitalism; it doesn't Whoa, define us. Yeah. It does yes. not define. It does not define you.
0: I'm just gonna interject real quick. Fuck uh-huh. huh. capitalism.
3: Well, that, that's why where yeah, our society you. is sick. Yeah. You know, yeah. like there's oh, just been things that have jazz. been too powerful, <laughs> too powerful. Like that, yes. capitalism should have never had that much power. <laughs> but yeah, hey, whatever.
0: That's, that's a whole nother podcast.
3: That's a, We're not going to talk about that here. I'm not an expert. I don't know shit, by the way. <laughs> this is all made up. But I think for, to,
0: to go back to podcast. the podcast, <laughs> this, this doesn't even happen. It's not even existing. That's, all the
3: that's, theory, a, uh, that's <laughs> how the conspiracy theory, that's how the conspiracy artists, yeah. is that what we would call conspiracy them? Theorists. Ther- yeah. The conspiracy ther- theorists. Yeah. <laughs> On TikTok, that's how uh. they start all their videos. Like, by the way, this is fake. It's made up. Blimey. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. yeah really? Legal
0: reasons.
3: Yeah, so that they don't so that they don't get in trouble. In trouble or it's all blah.
0: They blocked. let you know straight off the bat, yo, this is Well, this they is have bullshit. to say it,
3: but they know that the people that uh-huh. are believing what they're you know, we, that, we that usually, connect to what they're we, saying.
1: We usually say allegedly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> allegedly.
3: That's, that's one. <laughs> oh, I hate when
1: people say allegedly. Well just to, <laughs> To dive down
0: that rabbit hole real quick, <laughs> that's because people really believe that and uh, they, they, you know, and it goes into the human psyche, and the, the power of social media, and the draw. And if you that. say one thing, and you you can grab thousands of attention, you can grab thousands of people. And yes, we live, in <laughs> we live in a wild age. We live in an incredible age where just one single comment, one single it's powerful yes it can sway millions of people potentially which is
3: wild it's like playing mafia <laughs> it's,
0: yeah. it's like we're living in a real life grand theft auto like, oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> <Woo>. Yes, <laughs> i just know, played
3: mafia for the first time mafia is a wild game yeah
0: <laughs> yeah it's wild <laughs>
3: i was like oh my god i'm instigating oh my god <laughs> do i instigate <laughs> 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 to go back to the,
0: to the to the artist thing i think you're an excellent storyteller i'm gonna throw you some roses right in your your face boom i think you're an excellent storyteller and to tell a story like that takes skills what? who are you right? looking at this guy right oh. here yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry i just it's told the... a great story no.
3: <laughs>
0: you have excellent storytelling capabilities no, no, no. as well <laughs> yeah.
3: By uh, the way, everyone's but, wearing sunglasses. Yeah, so my um, I took mine out of my purse just now. Yeah, I like <laughs> I, 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 I didn't yeah, even really get early. the memo.
0: No. Damn. I so, looked around. I look looked, at- looked
3: around. I was like, these motherfuckers.
0: <laughs> so we like to partake. <laughs> <of> <laughs> so we'll look at so what are you looking at? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was looking at Steve. My apologies. <laughs> <laughs> I forgive you. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, senor, how was it like for you growing up in the area?
2: Um, for me growing up in the area, it... Um, It was interesting how normal I thought our neighborhood was compared to... Expand on that, please. Well, you know, just all all our neighborhoods. I feel like even hearing you talk, Izzy, it's very comparable. Like, we have this um, very beautiful intimacy in the neighborhood, Mm. which has so many pros. Like, you got five or six relatives within a two-block span. That was exactly me, and I'm sure all... Like, literally, we're all nodding our heads because there's that beauty in there. Oh, absolutely. But then, you know, that lack of awareness of what else is out there or what else could be, I think that was, like, the real thing that, um, you know, that stuck with me as I as I went on to high school and college and I left the city and, you know, the, the state. But, um, yeah, I mean, I love the neighborhood. I love growing up. Like, the people I grew up with, the farther and farther I got and the more and more people I met, it was like, yo, I just miss my homies from mm. home. I miss my family from Gee. home. Um, you know, some of the best people I know were homegrown from that area. And... um. Salud. yeah 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 shout Salud. out shout all the homies but you know i think i think i was similarly fortunate to have enough positivity in my life for me to change the cycle i think that's something now especially as i'm getting older and i'm really seeing how these things are like in so many ways predetermined because of where you live and who you are and where you grew up and what your lot in life is but you know i had enough people in my corner that were very supportive um family and friends um pushing me to to do something more than what was expected so I, I'm, I'm very grateful for that but wasn't the case for most of my homies so you know your typical south chicago southeast side story Neighborhood mainly Mexican, um, some white, some black. I always just thought that's what it was and what it always was. Um, you know, I learned a lot from the documentary. That's not the case. Uh, I went to high school in Whitney Young, which was a really eye, big eye opener for me because it was my first time interacting with people not from the neighborhood and yeah. getting out saying. of the neighborhood. Yeah, Cause that's
0: a whole different, you're you're pretty much you're leaving the cave. Yeah, man, you're leaving yeah. the cave, and you're going to on a learning your your own hero's journey. I saw the sun. Yes, you saw the sun, and this is you're absorbing all the sun's information. And you're like,
4: oh,
0: this is
2: amazing. I like
0: vitamin D. Look at all this. I get all this energy. You're getting all this knowledge and information. How was that, man? As a, as
2: we keep allegorically <sighs> hinting to Plato's allegory. Uh, <laughs> I have a it, it got me right real. There. like i damn near want to make a sequel because like yes. i will say i loved when young i loved all the things but what's interesting about uh i guess my version you know socrates got out yeah like i got outside the sun i was like fuck it i want to go back to the cave the cave was my my i was my comfort zone so Ooh. i guess in in a sense i wanted to take some of the things i i saw out there but i wanted to bring it back and you know like that that is what i realized was like my purpose was not to leave but
0: why why come back cuz
2: like i said man we have these beautiful stories yeah. and and people and possibilities and potential there and yeah. like most of the time they're not getting explored and invested in because A, a lot of people don't know about it. Mm. B, the people from this area don't know who they are and what potential they even have, and that's what's fascinating, you know. Like you hear it in some worlds, right? You'll hear like, "Oh, this talented sports player," and like, "Could have made it if they had more of a shot." But like, when you really start breaking down, like, outside of the more normal uh occupations like this talented communicator this talented teacher this talented mother this talented artist it's like you step outside and like i started to realize that like i'm meeting all these mugs with their fancy degrees and their you know high accolades and all their accomplishments and i'm like Yo, I know a homie from South Chicago that can out motivational speak the shit out of you. And, and no one knows who he is. You know, he's just a coach for Little League. Man. So, you know, like, I, I, fi- I really feel like that was like the big connecting point when I started to, uh, when I realized how many people from our neighborhood simply just don't know who they are and what they can do and like even if they're at a raw state with the right coaching with the right leadership with the right um you know role models in front of them like you know the, the it's gonna it be an exponential growth so hmm. I, I think the biggest thing was i left the neighborhood and it just made me realize how special the neighborhood was the farther mm. and farther i got you
0: know mm. that's beautiful uh, that's yeah amazing. we get the snap, we get the jazz uh, nets for that yeah. <laughs> hey, we we might need a jazz snap button. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. You just make everyone do it though. Yeah, it. Live. Yeah, that's dope. I like that. I always thought to to piggyback, growing up, we've had amazing talented individuals in the area. I I like to use Freddie as an example because he has an outsiders view. He's learning about the southeast side in general and then the, the micro environments as well you have <laughs> south chicago you have the east side you have certain sections of the east side but you have the lower east side and then you have the upper east side the upper east side is, looks very different it's a little you have Hegwish, you have different areas uh, around and it's always unique to have an outsider's perspective
3: Wait, is this the friend that you were telling me that moved to the neighborhood? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I was like, that's oh. so cool. Shout out hey, to Voyager. Be about Good the, to meet
2: you. You know, when you want to talk about innovation, y- y- talk about novelty, <laughs> about the first mug trying to leave the neighborhood, Fred moved in. I was like, yes. yo, times are a changing. Whoa, yes. yes. whoa, well, well there, whoa, well there. Yeah. Hey, welcome to open arms. Yes, yes. yes.
0: So, <laughs> so I, that's that was my kind of segue for both of you guys. I'm going to ask both of you guys a question. How has it for you? You've, as best as possible... What have you seen from the area? And you, I'm, I'm not too sure about what your familiarity with the area is, but enlighten me.
2: They be employed in the
3: area. Oh, see? Know. So I'm learning. Okay, so hey. Yeah. Hey. Let, I didn't get to know. introduce Steven. Oh, <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So our <laughs> yeah. intro's
0: at the end. The That's intro. how everything, don't worry about it.
3: Because <laughs> <laughs> this is a great place to tell you about it.
0: Yes! Let's go.
1: Yes. That's how we do yes. this. That's
0: how we do it. Yes.
3: But, uh, okay. Uh-huh. So, when I met Steven, I told him I was an artist, and he was like, Oh shit, blah, blah, I miss your work, blah, blah. He's like, Oh, cool, yeah, I'd like to maybe work on something. And I was like, Yeah, okay. (laughs) You know, I was like, whatever. People say that all the time, Right, right, right. Yeah, 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 <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but he was so serious. <laughs> so um, that was really fucking awesome. We've worked on a couple of projects together and we're working on a children's book. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. it's a book for babies really? for, for first time parents, maybe, or parents that Yo, have that's babies. That's so dope.
0: Mm-hmm. That's awesome. When's the ETA on that?
2: we're getting close club- we're, we're, like we're, we're, club- we're,
0: we're like there we're like there we're at the point where do we're to- like shit
2: what do we do next <sighs> yeah. yeah nice Ooh. so close yeah oh nice that's mm-hmm.
3: dope
1: that's a badass project yeah, that's right so awesome man
3: yeah and one of the earlier ideas that we were exploring um led me to um learn more about his family mm. and I met his grandpa and <laughs> and nieces and nephews <laughs> gramps played a song on the guitar you know what i'm
4: saying (laughs) 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 right on the porch like just fucking
3: that's that real shit as hell you know um yeah so i forgot what i was gonna say next yeah hit the button (laughs) hit the button i forgot what i was saying (laughs) (laughs) um the, what the, the, fuck? the first
0: question was what are your like since you're an outsider oh that's right in, so in he started areas. bringing me to the
3: neighborhood yeah. <laughs> i remembered what i was saying you're good. <laughs> yeah he started bringing me to the neighborhood so i yeah. met some of the family um a little bit right and
0: you're, we got and lost then, at gramps that's why i gramps, know his stories i know he's amazing. great it's just
3: like yes just take your mind straight knowledge. there right now yes um yeah but i worked on a farm recently oh the, shit the urban growers collective which is right over here what is that uh it's a farm it's an urban growers collective <laughs> i'm like it's, damn it's, it's, you know where it's right it's right, it's right. It's
2: right low over low there low low. on like 87th and uh late, is like is south shore it, like is Lake shore. it by gotham you know what I'm about? Yeah. no that's something different right no no no, no 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 you know what i'm talking about they have like the
3: setup all right yeah. right by the
2: entrance to Lakeshore drive yeah yeah
3: it's over there. You know what I'm talking about? East on 87th. It's, it's, it's kind of yeah. by the old mills, kind of, like, area, on it's. that area, on that side. Hmm.
1: Um, oh, shit, that's Yeah, fast. so I
3: worked there for, like, six weeks painting picnic tables for them. Just, like, a, it was a gig, a little freelance situation. Oh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I got to visit the neighborhood and go to Del Rey's tacos, yo, (laughs) al pastor, taco Tuesdays. Uh, That shit, it comes with rice and beans. Oh my god, I can't believe I said shit. Yeah, no, that the food is so fucking good there. Good food,
4: good
2: food in this neighborhood,
3: man. Uh, so much good food in this neighborhood. Yeah, I had birria the other day. Yeah, Yeah. shout out. I'm not playing. Like food is food is one of my passions. (laughs) Yes, man. next i'm learning how to cook like i I like cooking but i need to know more Mm, i don't even know how to make what my mom makes like
4: (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs)
3: come on no i can't consider myself a cook unless i know that Mm. um but yeah so i started learning more about the neighborhood and great food great places to walk Peaceful locations.
0: It's just you know, feels nice. Interesting, senor. Peaceful by Lakeshore Drive over there by the steel mills. Oh yeah, steelworkers park. Yeah, steelworkers park. That's a beautiful park. Yeah, it's
1: very Eggers Park. All that shit. Oh yeah.
3: And I think it's even better being there, knowing some of the history, some of the story. I haven't seen the documentary yet.
2: Mm, Exciting. We'll bring them. We'll bring them back. Bring them back. Yes. (laughs)
3: Yeah, but knowing the story makes it so much the the experience so much more rich. Yeah.
0: It's awesome one growing up there and then experience learning it as at my age and then going back there like oh shit. It, it kind of gives you a different lens and a different perspective and oh, it's always interesting. <laughs> like so, a reset. Absolutely. It's something like mm, you appreciate it differently. Mm. It's it, it hits differently. Yeah. So for you how how has <laughs> voyaging through all the areas
1: been senor oh man that's a hell of a fucking story well, briefly then cause I know you can go on a I <laughs> 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 we, got, we got two
3: hours <laughs> the jazz picks up yeah, the right j- <laughs> wait something happened to my you're, you're headphone ready? hello hello okay yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, whoa, the world just got <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm deaf. <laughs> <laughs> Something happened.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Give me a synopsis Through uh, Blue Island, I came over here and started meeting with the 93 Studios and everybody. And then it's when I started seeing how much community there was with those visits. So it made me feel welcome because everybody did welcome me. Everybody supported me. Everybody remembered me. And I kept doing them every year. And as I stayed more, I get everybody's storyline from where they grew up with. I, get, I got your storyline now through what you're talking. I've gone through his storyline, through what information he's gave me. Mike's gave me information about his house and how much music that brought. Like I've just been learning from every story I'm just like, a, I'm a traveler, and I'm learning from every story from my from new place. I consider him like an alien
0: journalist. <laughs> he's, he's from another time and space, and he's just absorbing,
1: learning everything. And I'm at the moment where, like, this is my good place. This is my, where I feel good. This is where I feel home. This is where I feel, you know. Maybe in five years, I feel like I got to go to another state to feel like I'm at home. You know what I'm saying? It's going to change, but... For this moment I feel this is home this is, I need that's to be clear, here man. that's clean You know man. what I'm saying
2: That's cool it's it's just <laughs> again man it's like no joke bro like the symbol of that is so powerful to me because so many people don't want to be here and mm. want that are from here want to leave here so mm. like it's literally when you think about how things change and like it's shit. Th- it's not an no on and off switch, you know. So like you're legitimately pioneering. Like yo, this is a good. Like even like you said, like people don't realize that when you come here, you're welcomed here. That's like a that's yeah. a very big misunderstanding. People think that we're so like fuck everybody else, but it's more so like fuck the wrong people because yeah. we've, yeah. we've been wrong because we've been wrong. But like yes. I think what makes community beautiful is when you welcome in the right people, and that's how you change things and evolve. And like that's just. That's fire, man. That's fire. Right. Almost like on you Voyager, the vocal <laughs> vagabond. Oh, oh shit. Hey, you got to say that five times oh, fast. Damn. Five times fast. <laughs> I like it.
3: Yeah, vulture fits right. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> what was it, voyager? voyager? I said vulture. The vulture. Oh,
4: that got dark. <laughs> Praying, no, I'm so sorry. Yes. What
0: the
3: fuck? That I just my no, it's vagabond. It's because I'm looking at this trippy ass shit on the TV, and oh, I'm just yeah. seeing animals. <laughs> Did you
0: see that one, the Kid Cudi one? That
4: was, that was one oh my, my god, yeah. that's amazing. I got Kid
1: Cudi as Jesus.
3: Oh,
4: it's, it's, uh, so, I right. like it. I, I want. It.
0: I want to talk. Uh, I forgot when was it, but you dropped the Anakin Skywalker. You said, <sighs> "Yeah, really in Star Wars." <laughs> you know yeah, we had to, to do it. You yeah, already I know. But during one of the, the documentary, when you were, I think it was a post screening. It was either pre or post. You were speaking on it, and you said one of the stories is very similar to Anakin Skywalker story. Can you please? What do you What do you mean by that? Can you go in depth as best as possible?
3: Especially and now, and reference s- Star Wars as much <laughs> as you can. Yes,
0: now that you're on your own Star Wars journey, <laughs> yeah.
2: in, a, in a neighborhood far, far away.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. The je- that's legit. legit. Isn't, isn't,
2: isn't that perfect?
0: Though it is, Because in, in, in our area, oh, far, this is far, amazing. Right? Listen, have yes. you
3: seen Have you seen the Star Wars um, animated shorts that are on? um hbo um, they're like or i don't disney i think they're plus? on hbo disney plus yeah, yeah. they're like uh, uh, anime like yes. anime yes. style dude i've been thinking like about yeah. star wars um writing for star wars and <laughs> making it, it about like us you it know should. oh like, that would be crazy we're at the bar right now and i feel all the like steven creatures. is doing that that's right nice, now nice this style. is the writer's room now yeah <laughs> lock <laughs> right. this footage immediately <laughs>
0: <laughs> you you You've mentioned when you said Anakin, you ruffled my my brain because I'm, as you know, I'm particular to Star Wars. So when you said that, I said, and (laughs) me just quickly in my CPU scanning, there's many Anakins. There's many instances where I'm gonna let you explain.
4: So before. <laughs>
0: psycho, yeah. Psycho, before yeah. In a far, yeah, far I'll
2: chime in after. So what do you, what do you, you mean know. by this Anakin? And it's interesting because prior to me I, I was making the comparison not knowing much of shit about Star Wars and now I'm like really into it. Because I actually damn. thought about like damn, I better know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, Which is nice because as I learned more about this beautiful world of of the Star Wars, the Star Wars universe, the more it actually makes sense. Like Mm -hmm. it it confirmed it. Mm -hmm. Um, I use that comparison a lot because the biggest, I think, the element that I discovered that was very um, important to me was that my grandfather's story is the story of the southeast side yeah and in so many ways like that's what you know your, your story of a culture or a neighborhood is it's the collection of individual stories mm. just so happened in ours a lot of people got fucked over at the same yes, time absolutely. so we built a very similar there's a there's a through line in many a home many a dinner table many a family in our neighborhood mm. like i said these pissed off older people that don't trust the world and um I I use that comparison because I always thought of that as my grandfather. For those who, who don't know much about my grandfather, um, you know, on the surface you might see a, a, a bitter old man with a dark past, somebody who's done wrong, somebody who's served prison time, someone who's made mistakes and has has, has done things and had made decisions that you know he wished he can go back on. Um, so I always compared him to Darth Vader because of the fact that I knew that the true story of Anakin Skywalker was very different from that of the villain that he eventually became. Mm. Um, and that's comparable to so many people in history and so many, uh, times in history. But, Mm. um, what I've realized about our neighborhood that is, is in comparison is it was a lot of external things that made our neighborhood grow that villainous, um, attitude and, 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 and reputation. Yeah. You look at our neighborhood, and we're known as the villainous neighborhood. You know, Absolutely. it's that place on the south side where there's not much going on except violence and crime and gangs, and mm. there's not a lot of opportunity. We have this really negative connotation, but if you understand our history, you see that we were once a very different community, and mm. because of things that happened to us, the greater picture and our role in that in that picture, um, we were forced to turn to a life of villainy, and I think that's so similar. Uh, across the table from all the characters that i interviewed you know my grandfather if you really know him you know that he's one of the kindest people yes. you go to his house and he doesn't have much but whatever he has he's, he's giving. no yeah, matter share. what if yeah, he has one little. cup of coffee he's getting yeah. two cups yeah. and fucking cutting that shit yeah. in half that's the yeah. way he rolls might even just give you the whole thing yeah because that's that's the type of person he is he's got a kind kind nature at heart but he's tough as a motherfucker outside yeah. of it if he don't fuck with you and if he don't trust you then yeah. you are in you are your you're, you're shit out of luck. Yeah. And so you look at him and on the surface you see this villain, this bad guy, this former mm. gangster, this criminal, you know. Um but if you see you the man, you see the Yeah, exactly. Or more so you see the aftermath, Ooh. you know. Like you see what life has done to him. He has a song that I thought was so beautiful. It's, Those people don't know what life has done to me. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, like you see him right away and you think that. But if you understand his history, I mean, his family moved here from San Antonio in 1950. Very similar Mm -hmm. story to many Mexicans. Our neighbor is one of the first Mexican neighborhoods. It is the first Mexican neighborhood in Chicago. Nobody Mm -hmm. knows about that shit. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, he came here because his family wanted a better life. And the steel mills were, were all kinds of people from all over the world came you know it was the old republic in a sense you know it was the place where that was that's what that's what life was and when the steel mills closed my grandfather had kids that he had to feed and he had a position in his family where he was the breadwinner. So when that job went away, he did whatever he had to do to feed him. And that's where his story changed, you know, and that's so similar to Anakin's, you know, like every villain thinks they're the hero of their own story. And in my opinion, every villain is someone's hero. And that was, that was what it was for me. You know, that's what it was for me. Absolutely. Um, So I think our neighborhood is very comparable. It's a, it's a really beautiful place. If you understood who we are and where we came from, you'll see, Why we are the way we are today, but you know I can't knock. We 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 have that stigma for a reason because it is a rough around the edge kind of place.
0: And to 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 piggyback off of that, I think just me experience because growing up there, you're living it, you're living it, you're seeing it, and when I think when people are forced to survive by any means necessary, you do things by any means necessary. And as we're learning as humans, and if you want to dive in, I know we're getting deep over there with the philosophicals. I'm gonna get a little philosophical. It's my special interest. <laughs> <laughs> Where like, there's many different. Like you can go Jung, you can go Freud, you can go. Um, there's new people that I've been kind of been listening to, uh, Dr. Gabor Mate, I believe. That when when people will take the community, for example. When the community, when the steel mills closed and people are forced to live by any means necessary as you describe eloquently in the documentary well that's kind of how the gangs started coming about well what, how, how are these people with kids going to feed their family well you know what, this business down the block is making a lot of money, so people do what they gotta do, but that is a form of if you want to touch base, that's that's that. You leave that trauma. You leave that. You're turning by any means necessary. You're you're. That's a slippery slope, and that slope went pretty deep. And to see the what's the wording? To see to see, uh, well, Vader at his prime. I think that's a perfect way to, to see with the high crimes and high gangs and high there's murder and there's a lot of, of unrest. Unrest and it's uneasiness and well for the long and for me as a child, like, well why? Why is it like this? The documentary, oh, that's the little piece that was missing. Uh-huh. And it it dives deeper cause, because now you're in you're into the trauma field, well all these people that didn't have any money they did what they had to do to survive and you know it might not been the best choice but what's better mm-hmm. die or survive exactly. you know yeah. so we're, le- we're learning how to to deal and process all mm-hmm. of that so how for you what do you what do you know about the the trauma s field i know you're a well-educated <laughs> individual so how do you feel like the the trauma
2: aspect yeah you know I mean I feel like it's uh it's it's a it's a jungle by the way from our west side is y'all should read the jungle by Upton St Clair because this is about a Lithuanian immigrant family who sounds exactly like my family came here tried to hit a lick with the uh with the uh, pigs slaughterhouse over there in that neighborhood and then those jobs went away because they were pinning cultures against each other he became a gangster it's like literally it, it it you know there are psychological studies throughout history that show that humanity and this like being a good and honest person that only works when you have the luxury to be mm-hmm. that person. Yeah. Like even right now, y'all are my people. But if all of a sudden there was it was between y'all and me and my daughters here, I'm we, cooking yeah, y'all up, eating exactly. you with a nice uh, shanty. Yeah, yellow jackets. <laughs> you're nice, with a nice Corona. <laughs> Well, that's that's true. I mean, it's like that's like Lord of the Flies. It's like you said, man. When it's like killer be killed, then you you know, and and people don't even realize that. Like, for example, one of the steel mills, Wisconsin Steel, yeah, which was the initial heart attack that happened to our neighborhood. The the beginning of the deindustrialization, not the beginning, but I'd say the inciting incident. Mm. Can you imagine, like you live on a block and everyone who lives on this block works at the steel mill, just about everybody, right? And they wake up one day in 1980 and they're all going to work like they have done for decades, for decades, like their dad did it, their grandfather did it. And you walk into work one day and the fucking gates are closed and all of a sudden you see a piece of paper that's like, oh, y'all don't work here no more. You can't even grab your shit. A week later, there's people. Oh, by the way, we took your your savings too to help help bail this company out. What would that do to somebody? What would that boot even to the best of persons? The aunt you yeah. see, and you look at your kid's face, and it's like, oh shit, I don't know how I'm gonna pay for the food you're gonna eat tomorrow. And it wasn't even on me. Like I I just was doing what I was normally doing. It got over. It got straight fucked over. Oh, so yeah. there's 3,400 people that lost their job in one day. 3,400 people. That's a lot. Within a decade. 25 percent of them were dead wow from suicides from alcoholism uh, drug addiction and drug overdose to you know like pure depression destroying their mind and body Mm -hmm. it's like just to have survived and this is the stuff that again we take for granted our grandson our ancestors that are here some of them literally like their best friend their next door neighbor didn't even make it past a decade
1: yeah and on top of that the being not more the being not more
2: oh yeah
0: you, you sprinkle
2: that in there. Yeah, it's a yeah, spri- man. What it's like the another fuck? Another area, like you know, people don't realize, and you know, I don't know if you even know that. Apparently, more Mexicans died in the Vietnam War in the parish at our neighborhood, Our Lady of Guadalupe, than any other parish in the nation. There what were the more hell? pound for pound Mexicans yeah. that died from our neighborhood from the war. Wow! And the ones that survived came back and. Were considered baby killers and were spit on and weren't given jobs or respect. Like, imagine what that does to, you know, a lot of the Oof, times... The you human know, CPU. Yeah, and we talk a lot and oh, I, I love that, man. I love that, you know, at least we're starting to talk more about mental health for people. But, one area that is still untouched is mental health for a whole group of people. Yeah, the Can collective. Can you imagine, As like, oh, how was your day today? Oh shit, I don't got a job. Fuck, I try to look. I couldn't go. How was your day? Shit, man, I had to fucking eat old meat to survive. How was mm-hmm. your day? Man, I had to choose which which of my kids to feed because I don't have enough. Like, yeah. imagine what that does to people, man. Mm-hmm. And the whole group. It wasn't like, oh, this happened to a few people. Our whole neighborhood got rocked. We lost something like hundred and twenty thousand jobs.
3: That's abusive behavior. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, right, like yeah. a Oh
2: that's that's a crime against yes. humanity. Yes. That is so
3: incredibly
2: yes. harmful. That is yes, the effects. with no plan in place. Yes. There's and then no and follow-up. then they just left, you know, and then our neighbor has the a yeah. fucking dumping ground. Polluted. So it's polluted. It's like you know, like not only did y'all leave, but y'all left when, all the grime. When the waste. did the,
0: when did the mills close? mainly roughly. through the 80s so 80s.
2: Was, I, I, I don't have the exact numbers in front of me but it was it was essentially in 1980 wisconsin still shut down completely
0: so we're discussing potentially like the studio roman what you're doing as the cusp of rebuilding what was destroyed since back then so it's been 20 30 some fucking years that it's been that decision life-altering on many many levels destruction for families for communities i really believe if, if you had the opportunity to you take all the top scientists in the world and you study that because what are the effects of that you're we're learning that it, it took we're not even repaired from that we're not even recovered yet from that we, we probably might not be for another few generations because as we're learning that shit gets passed down all the shit that that, that happens to grandparents, father—that shit gets passed down, gene-wise, learning-wise, and it's 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 devastating. And to me, that's again for the capitalism potentially. You know, you destroyed a community, a Absolutely. once beautiful, thriving. We I mentioned once before, like you mentioned Hyde Park, and I'm like, also, oh, how is Hyde Park versus South Chicago. You know the the traffic back and forth, and I asked you that before because to me Hyde Park is a beautiful, thriving community, and to have South Chicago similar. And you once gave me the information that we are an extension of Hyde Park, yeah, I believe, right? We're
2: part of the Village of Hyde Park. Yep. Like what? Chicago like, got us at the same time. It's, it's,
0: we have that same potential to have thriving businesses. like you alone, you know on the homies on, that you can count in the top 10. They all can have thriving businesses, mm-hmm. you know, if you th- put them put them in anywhere yeah. from in, in the area. Why can't? Why? But we're learning the effects. The long-lasting, dramatic, mm. and devastating effects that the, that the, 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 that decision made. That to recover from that, we're still learning right now how to barely mm-hmm. just the cusp of it. To me, it's mind blowing. It's, yeah. it's mind boggling. It hurts my brain.
3: But if you think about it, there's also an opportunity there because of displacement, gentrification. You know, like the neighborhood has a ch- a chance to become more thriving Mm. and protect the people that live here. Mm. And that's heavy, that's big, that's a huge opportunity Mm. that a lot of neighborhoods won't get the chance to experience, you know, like gentrification came so fast in Pilsen and like that shit is sad. You know, someone, um, this photographer, I thought if I said that his name would come to my mind, but I wish I could credit him for this because he told me he's like, you know, like Pilsen doesn't exist anymore. It transcended into our hearts. Oh. Mm. yeah and it's like you know like it's, it's, it's a place yeah and because because they lost the community you know and i mean i don't even want to even want to say it like that because people motherfuckers are holding it down and they're still there you know so like, yeah. let me backtrack you know check myself yeah
2: like but you, is. yeah but you ain't
3: wrong you ain't but ain't wrong. but again like there's an opportunity here to really protect the people and make sure that everyone can we grow like, together yeah, and, yeah grow together exactly
2: because if not snitch yeah yeah i think you know snitch. and that's it. Mm-hmm. so going back to what and I, I love when you always say that we're at this renaissance period because this is potentially uh, but, potentially But this uh-huh. is where i want to tie two things in and i i wish i had my my exact history right but first and foremost and especially this comes with also tying in izzy what you were talking about of like you know I, i i i, I create and i make enough I make enough money so that I can continue creating. But, like, at what point should I make more? And what point is more more of a question? It's mm. like
0: that's the duel of the artist the thing
2: about the Renaissance. It was, it was a big, big air, a push for artists in, in these communities, like Florence, Italy, in the area. Mm. But the Renaissance didn't happen without money and that's the one thing where like I know my role and, and this is where almost it makes it harder for me to consider myself an artist because the money is I know that shit is fucking important mm. and there wouldn't be a well known Leonardo da Vinci or Michelangelo or Donatello if it wasn't for the bank funding of the Borgias <laughs> and the Medici's and the yeah. rich ass families so like yeah. we have the artistry we need the fucking bread and mm. we need to you and like and the good thing is like that's happening there are investments happening in the community but now we have to bl- Block the other like the, our fucking flank. We got gentrifiers on the yes, flank the coming na, na, in. Na. You and can't so, pass the vibe check, but it's it's, it's a, only combo. a matter of time. Yeah, but 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 it's good to know that if we stay ahead of the curve say, and learn from the mistakes of these yes. other areas that it can did get fucked up, it could. And it starts yeah. with like the right outsiders coming in. You know, yeah. the right businesses flourishing. The right. And the other thing about the other thing about the Renaissance too is like the rena- the word Renaissance, I believe, means rebirth, right? Mm-hmm. Because it came out of the dark times in the Middle Ages. And how did the Middle Ages? And that compares like speaking of an empire comparison, <laughs> if we can compare the steel mills up and leaving to rome up and leaving the the united kingdom area yeah you know at at one point rome was had taken over and then they up and left because it was too hard to manage Mm. and for the longest time it's called the dark ages because rome left and then all of that infrastructure the community baths and the roads and the viaducts and all of that stopped being maintained and it's exactly Mm. what's happening to our neighborhood Mm. we look at the biggest buildings of our neighborhood And there's nothing new being built. This is old shit. We look in that old shit that's bigger and more impressive than our new shit. (laughs) So the beauty is if you look at the trajectory of history, because this group left, there is an opportunity. Mm. But what happened to England is you had a bunch of Vikings came, invaded, and took it over. Not to say that's good or bad, but like, yeah. you know, we can learn from history and see what happened. You know, we are a good opportunity right now. We're wide open. It's like we're like a, we're like wide open for the taking almost. Yes. So we got to take that shit ourselves. Like mm-hmm. we have to. Oh, and, and invite the right people in. Yeah. To, yes.
0: To kind of piggyback off of that, to speaking of that, um... I must have skipped that day in school, <laughs> <laughs> but one day, I think it was at one of Shapeless's event. We were talking about the, the the allegory of Plato in the cave, and then he he gave me some information. He told me, like, oh, yeah, and it's crazy how at the end of it, when he came back to give all the people his information that he learned about this, they fucking killed him. Yeah. And I looked at him, and I'm like, I didn't know that. I must have skipped that. I didn't. I thought he left and he came back, and it was all hunky dory. No, they killed him.
2: No, I thought it was a madman and fucking like, just like like ripped him <laughs> limb from limb or
3: some shit. I did not know that either. To
0: me, that is a perfect allegory of South Chicago because South Chicagoans or just people in any you pick and play. You, you take any hood. I'm pretty sure any hood in any Chicago, Baltimore, Philly. You, you take any hood where survival is the key, certain individuals, they learn how to, what's the word, survive by any means necessary to, I would, okay, snake oil salesman, in order for you to survive, you kind of have to uh, overplay something, this beer fixes this and that, so you kind of, to make money, right. you know, so I think there's a, there's a lot of people that get kind of Jaded, or or they they shut down. They're closed off. They they they're not trusting. They're not open. So how is okay? I'm perfect timing.
2: I'm Steve Walsh, by the way. Steve. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yes. yes. <laughs> so this is Steve Walsh The
0: intro's in I don't know where we're at We're about 80% of it Into this So We're here oh with shit. Steve Walsh <laughs> Izzy <Is he> Ortiz <laughs> Izzy Ortiz The artist
2: Boral the Lord by the way It's we're, like you don't even have the title On the no, podcast nothing. You can't even see it. Is. Nope <laughs> like dot, dot, dot It's all You have to play 45 yeah. minutes in Before you <laughs> yeah. even know what you're watching Ladies and gentlemen Boral de Lord podcast
1: Yes
3: Spoiler, spoiler alert? Spoiler, spoiler alert.
2: <laughs> yeah, you, you already saw the whole thing. It's like, oh, by the way, it's <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, shit.
0: <laughs> I've seen a lot of people just just because they grew up in the areas that they got lied to or the solo cup was supposed to come to the side. They, this business, everything's supposed They've been lied to a lot. So they, they kind of build that jadedness. It's um, anger. It's anger. It's, it's resentment. It's, it's resentment. You gotta there's, let that shit go. There's nothing coming in the area. It's like, oh, mm. but for you, senor, that's relatable. From you, you know, you've you've kind of seen. You, you have a unique perspective on the area. Um, if you had a magic wand, you are Senor Bob Ross. <laughs> <laughs> you got a paintbrush. How would you? bring forth a positive change to our community Chicago you're the mayor of
2: Gotham City oh shit man Um, well I would I would I would start by doing the opposite of what people are trying to do which is erase history Mm. and put that at the forefront like y'all do know that this all started with Native Americans that we kicked out let's start that out because we don't even start a single thing with that yeah Um, So I think in terms of like education, it would be really important to not shy away from the things that we're not proud of. Um, that's like an American. That is just the, that is the that is what America's known for. Like, no, we didn't do that shit. <laughs> so I start with that. Yeah, we did that shit. Yes, we, we did, did that them. shit. Right. Um, and I, I'm just really big. Like my whole mantra in life is like, be proactive, not reactive. So, mm. you know, I'm not a big like, fuck the police or anything. Uh, I'm more so like, let's invest in kids before they become criminals. Mm. And then now wonder why there are so many criminals. It's like you want to stop crime. Then give little kids an opportunity to not be criminals. And then I think that it it's just it's hard for anyone who's like a mayor because you gotta think about what can be in effect in this two year term that I have or whatever the case. But they're
3: and, like, How do we keep this systemic? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> yeah, <it laughs> you one. know,
2: motherfuckers are perpetuating the system. Yeah, like, oh let's let's reform prisons. Like, oh how about we just don't mm-hmm. have kids go to prison? Let's try that. But it takes, <laughs> it takes a long time. Right. So if That's I had right. a magic wand, you know, I'd start I'd start really early on. I mean I'd start with parents. Like parents need to know how to parent the right way. Like we said we all got all this generational trauma, and we only know about it because our parents didn't know about it. And it's yeah. like, and like you said, mm. your par- like you said your parents actually fucking tried and did. A, you know, they did what they could, As but best like, as possible. There's yeah. only what so they much had. you can do with yeah. what you have. Yeah, right. and exactly.
3: even with societal pressures, like, mm-hmm. so yeah. what? Like now, I have to leave my husband and look like that. Yeah, you know, like I can't do that. Yeah. Or like your options feel limited. Or people are like, well, that's your that's your family. You got to stay together. Yeah. But it's like, but y'all don't know what the fuck I'm going through right now. Like, the, the sacrifice that I have to make to make this work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To accept and tolerate this shit, this mm-hmm. life for me. Yeah.
2: So, education and awareness, man. I feel like you got to start there because you can't, you know, what's the, you, you can't even get a, a horse to drink the water unless you make them thirsty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if they don't know. And, and, and you know, back to the alleg- the allegory, it's like, you, you know, like we have to understand too that people, you got to be acceptive and accepting the change and things that are different and mm-hmm. like things that are not part of your normal perspective. Because again, like you come in talking some crazy shit, mugs want to rip you from limb to limb because they don't Liar. even know. Like you know, like we you know we're what the le- fuck is a mango? Like learning, like we're learning, we're literally yeah. learning. Like early in the podcast, we're explaining like identifying they, them, and like even for us who I think are are, are yes you know, you know we're like we're learning, and it's like you can't fault someone sometimes for not knowing, and yeah. it, it like after you know that's different. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think it starts there, man, and that's what's big about like what I want to do with my career, with the documentary, with the book. We're working on like i care a lot about educating people because sometimes the best people i know could have been doing so much had they known better had they known more you know so it's like knowledge man i want to spread that fucking knowledge man so that people aren't crazy to react to something different they're almost expecting that you know life is about learning new things as opposed to pushing away things that are different from you
1: man i imagine right now when you're talking about learning about your history and that's what we need to be learning now Mm. like Future generations are gonna be playing your documentary in class. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, man. They are to learn about oh, yeah. themselves. It's gonna be why we why, why where we're That's, where we're at. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And Absolutely. the progression. Not only not where we were at, but the progression of what we'd becoming So you brought you're bringing this knowledge to a lot of yeah. children. I hope so. Well, not even children. So, you're my
2: teacher.
0: I told yes. you, you taught me oh, no, stuff. Man. I'm a little bit older than you, yeah. but you still you're teaching not only children. Hey,
2: man, we we learn a lot from intergenerational. We, we, you can learn a lot inter- from, yeah. from no from the craziest things.
0: But, so, what you you what you, mm-hmm. you you are a teacher as well, besides an artist as well? Because the it, the story you're telling me is like, oh, it's my story. It's my family story. It's your family story. It's my friend's family story. It's it explains so much. And it goes deeper, and if you dive down that rabbit hole, there's, it, it's, it's interconnected with so much shit. Oh, this is a rabbit hole. This is definitely a rabbit hole
2: you know it, it, interesting because I it, I feel like there's a through line with this like what does it mean to be an artist or what does it mm. mean to be a teacher like fuck we oh, can yeah. all teach people things we literally learned a lot just sitting here we're all teachers, talking. We're all teachers. <laughs> yeah. I'm and, a teacher and yes. and it's like, Yeah. Like, yeah. now you identify I'm as a teacher, <laughs> <laughs> first. Like,
3: yeah. I'm a teacher. Hi, my name is Izzy Ortiz and <laughs> yes. I'm a teacher yes. I'm a doctor I <laughs> teach yeah. I, I teach all the
2: pictures rock that rock I made myself yeah. <laughs> but it's true man it's like you know I think it's knowledge it's storytelling it's sharing
3: it's
0: it's funny to introduce Real quick, we sat down. Well, depending on when this airs, we sat down with all the artists from '93, and I asked all of them. Well, perfect example yourself. Like, how would you describe you you yourself as an artist? And everyone had a very similar answer. Everyone was kind of like, not initially. I would say dodgy. But if you actually listen to them, no, I don't want to be described as this. I'm more, Humble. I'm a, I'm a free spirit. So mm-hmm. I, I'm, right. I'm an exploratory artist. I, yeah, and I dive into this, but I'm not, I don't want to be labeled just as this. Yeah. So it's, it's a pretty cool playground that we're in because everyone's kind of free to explore and we're all kind of learning.
3: Yeah, yeah. And if you think about it... Um, distracted me for a second (laughs) but you should have tripped him oh yeah if you think (laughs) (laughs) if you think about it being an artist is a profession it's like uh it's an art that's not valued like it has this value because of, of the appeal for someone's like crib or you know like marketing whatever you know like in that section but like when it really comes down to it or at least how i grew up no one was saying like you could be this. You could be an astronaut, you could be a doctor, you could be an artist. No one said you could be an artist. <laughs> you know, it was like you can be you should be a doctor or a lawyer or whatever, you know, like immigrant yeah. family dreams. Like please. Right. Just make make hella <laughs> make hella bank.
1: Money, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: And and I think sometimes I I ponder and I'm thinking like, okay, being an artist is something that's not respected. It's not valued by most of society. Like there aren't classes or like school's not centered around like letting you be an artist. You know, you have like an art class, but mm. it's not really that. So when you become an artist or when you are an artist, it just like, it's just so different. And it, it exists like in this, in this field, in this plane where it's, just because society doesn't acknowledge it they don't it gets to it it gets to exist just like on this other fucking realm yes yeah that's the perfect word it exists in a completely different realm that is like not um controlled by Mm. society or the government or you know like you get to exist in this sort of like outside of the matrix within the matrix
0: you're saying keywords that that Mm. tickle my fancy that's that's the shit that i like you know like
3: these stories are so important for like understanding and like checking out of whatever the fuck they got us going in here sometimes you know Mm. like i get really um lost sometimes like i I like forget what reality is, and that's why I really like weed too, because it like makes me so present, where mm. I can just be here and be like, "This is life. Like we're doing it. Right, <laughs> we're here right, right now. Right, right. That's fucking yeah. sick. Like I feel so fulfilled right now." <sighs> yes. mm-hmm.
0: Nice, senor. Um, you hit us as best as as possible, as comfortable you feel. Um Salud. Salut. Yeah. Absolutely. Salud. Salud. Drink all my beer. I don't have much
4: i don't have
0: much yeah. you hit us with the with the pronouns day. would you like to dive deeper into that
3: um sure as,
0: as, I, as comfortably as possible if not pineapples we don't have to discuss
3: anything <laughs> <laughs> no i think this is a good opportunity Yeah, if you feel comfortable um, but this i have a question again
0: this is a learning opportunity so okay I can, all of us so. so
3: what is your what are how do we start words, this conversation? Words. I'm like, I don't... My English is like, is this proper? <laughs> but what are your... under? What's your current understanding of um, they, them pronouns or non-binaries? Is this the first time you've heard it? Or like, what's...
1: I, this is the first time I heard somebody actually using them. Okay. I've heard about it. I've heard... But there's, there's different ones, right? Yeah. So it's like, to me, I'm too... I like to call myself a little too stupid that I'm like... <laughs> that i forget this stuff i that you just don't know it especially if it's not in my life like it's not a norm to me
3: so it's hard to be in your life (laughs) yeah you're
1: about to be our teacher (laughs) (laughs) so i that's why i love people with new voyaging to a new kind of understanding Mm -hmm. of life to them yeah
3: yeah so well i oh do you want to say
0: um i think I have a basic understanding. I think now, like today, to, to expand on the artist thing, like you said, a perfect analogy would be, well, I'm instead of an artist, I'm more of a human.
4: Mm-hmm. Well,
0: if you take humans as human, like if if you microscope, if we were aliens and we're looking at humans, where well, humans are learning how to be human, and for the longest, we kind of piggybacked on the world living in a certain way, and I think our generation. You know, the majority of us, this is my, like, journal entry. The majority of all our grandparents and everything, immigrants that came, they had a work mentality. You had to. You had to or you're not eating. Well, now, because of their hard work, we have a little bit more freedom. We can be an artist. We can paint. We can make a documentary. Or we, we have the guts and balls to be like, you know what, instead of this job, I don't feel right in my position. I am going. Whatever it is, there's something calling me in this direction. Well,
2: I'll take one. Thank you.
3: Needed
0: that. Yeah, perfect time. Uh, we were
2: saying um, you it seems like you were, you were coming to the point where you were comparing our lack of knowledge in one area to a lack of knowledge about spectrum of, of how people identify. Oh, we were deep. Yeah. we were, yeah. We, were we were we were in Cut the right. twilight hey, zone. <laughs> know, I, I mean wh- while uh, while my partner over here's uh yeah, go ahead. Was a prep, I think and I'm realizing it too, man, like when you think of our neighborhood and like the lack of education we have and, I, and I'm sure is that you can relate to you know, at least from me remembering how you even evolved in in your identification of, like, self and and like, with our neighborhood, we're, of course, like, plagued with, like, a lack of, like, public education resources and things like that. But there's so many kids who, like, you know, like, we, I would consider y'all as individuals that should know a lot more. And, like, and now that I think about it, like, you're the first person that I in my life. I, like, have really known that identifies differently from male or female. And like even for me it's still a learning curve and like it's it's so interesting that it makes me think about how many kids are just hopefully yeah. gonna eventually listen to this and realize that the the thoughts that they had yeah. and that maybe they didn't know where where it came from or like what to do with them. Yeah. Like, it's a matter of not even... Like, some kids don't even know that you can identify outside of that. It's fucked up, man. It's fucked yeah.
3: up. Like, outside of woman or man. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy
2: to think about. Like, so many kids and this... Like you said, our generation isn't was the first for the most part. It's Absolutely. like the first to... to you know, it yeah. makes me think about how... I, I'm sad for the past and, like, how they didn't... So many people went through not feeling right and, yeah. like, went their whole life that way, so... It's beautiful to know that yeah. at least that change is coming. Yes, right. it's time. I got it. So <laughs> I'm ready. So, uh, I'm ready to tell you.
4: I'm ready to tell
3: you. Oh now. Before, shit. before
0: I think, um, as an as you said, as an artist, human. I think humans, as us humans, we're learning how to just go with what we vibe with. You mm-hmm. know, regardless of the stigmas or the. The whatever society places on us, like, if but not you,
3: everyone is um, open or dedicated to living a life that honors those sorts of values and respect. Exactly.
0: So, do you want to chime in? Yeah. Absolutely. So the
3: as time goes on, I've kind of been investigating the way that I want to express how I feel, and my favorite place to start is with language, mm. because. Language is a tool. We're supposed to use it to build this world or like this understanding of each other. You know, the way we communicate with each other is uh, it's like through voice a lot, you know, and, and it leaves out a lot of people, like people who use sign language, you mm. know, but like that is, it's a tool. So if I'm talking to you and I want to use this tool that is... How we communicate, like I, it brings us closer together, you know. Like we talk to each other because it brings us closer together, and so why would we let the tool control us?
0: Oh, you're speaking my language.
3: And and that's where for me it's like, hey, do you see me? Like, do you hear what I'm telling you? Do you do you know my name? Like I told you my name, and you keep calling me this other thing, mm. you know. And I I have respectfully asked you to just see me to hear me to believe me and so it just like it's really really deep and very like um almost like unfortunately it's like radical to think that way mm. and it's it says a lot about our society and how people are thinking a lot of people are thinking but it also says a lot about how so many beautiful people are like pushing the boundaries like as far as possible as far as like i am undefinable i'm infinite Mm, and that's the math you know like that's also another art form (laughs) you know like just the expression of like what the fuck is going on here Mm. um so when it comes to my gender identity i don't identify as like a man or a woman like i'm i'm you cannot define me Mm. You know, like my understanding, like what you wear says a lot about who you are. I've been learning a lot about fashion recently and like why people put so much effort into outfits. An, in their outfits or like what they wear. If you If you wear a wrinkled shirt on purpose, that says a lot about you as a person. Mm-hmm. And when you do it on purpose, it's because people are picking up on these subtle little details about you where someone that doesn't understand you will be like, that motherfucker don't take care of themselves or like that that person like like is not classy that person is not this but when you do it on purpose and you know why you're doing it it's like because i don't give a fuck about class Mm -hmm. i don't give a fuck about my shit being you know this is a fabric this is a Mm textile like my shirt exists the way it does and i'm gonna wear it how i like it yeah and and i'm not gonna think too much about it you know um and so it's 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 amazing how life is kind of like this spiral or like this repeating like infinite thing in both sides where it's like it can be so simple or fucking complicated (laughs) you know like to me it's simple to me it's as easy as just like living my life every day you know like take a shower and i don't gotta think about shaving you know like i don't have to do these things that society is telling me i need to do you know like it's just, like, you take what you want and you leave what you don't, like, what doesn't resonate.
0: When do you think that, like, thought process to be, like, comp- to me is a free spirit, individualized, where do you think that kind of started, stem from?
3: Well, I grew up in a place where I didn't see anyone that was like me. You know, like, I was exiled since I was a child. Like, people... Mm. Would not talk to me people would bully me people would say that i was so weird sorry. i was i was extremely outcast from a very young age and and like i was also the oldest from my family and my siblings are cool ass motherfuckers they're just like me like we're all just like each other and like so different at the same time right. and i had to protect them you know like that I know I'm not their parent it took me (laughs) I had to do a lot of grieving when I realized I wasn't their actual mom you know like I really considered myself like an extension Mm -hmm. and that was not healthy for even our relationships you know but growing up like I would always tell them like being weird is cool you know like you need to be yourself and like that's the least you could do and And I told them these things that I didn't even believe because I was so like bullied and like just my self worth, my self esteem, like how I felt about myself was in a very terrible place. But I had a dream. I had imagination. I can I could see myself in a place where I was respected and valued, like as a member of society. You know. Mm. So it's just like it gets really, it gets real serious. (laughs) It's really serious for me, and and i just felt like i didn't identify with anybody you know like the girls thought i was weird and the guys said that i was like i didn't count as a girl but i also like couldn't like know what they were talking about you know they're like oh you're not a girl like you're different you're like you're not like the other girls type right. shit and then that's also like such a harmful narrative you know when someone's mm. like i never met anyone like you before like mm. that's also harmful cuz it's like dude well <laughs> you know, like, do you get to know people? Like, yeah. you don't know me. Like, we're all so different from each other, you know? And it's, like, how do we respect each other? How do we, like, just... Um, there's this thing called the... Uh, it's called relationship anarchy. And it, like... Usually people are, like, non-monogamous in this situation. But it's, like, you... Everyone that you meet, you have, like, a, a individual relationship with. You know, like, you're autonomous you get to decide like how you navigate every relationship mm. and for me it was very empowering and um i'm 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 there again you know but uh, it's empowering because we get to respect each other i get to see everyone for who they are and not worry about like my boundaries or like what society is telling me is is proper or not proper or inappropriate you know like i can use my voice i can use my words to communicate with people Mm. you know and i don't know it's just it's just like all so closely connected to how i feel you know and and when when
1: did you think in your life that that switch happened because growing up in south chicago the woman around you probably didn't or in anything like what you're talking about right now
3: on the, so how, who yeah. did
1: you learn from or who is, was it a friend was it
3: so when I look back on my life which I grew up on the southwest side right Um, just just in case anybody wants to say anything <laughs> <laughs> you said South Chicago yeah South yeah, 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 oh yeah. Sorry, sorry we're high you know what was the, what what was
0: the drop the actual put some respect I, on the name put some respect on my <laughs> <Yeah>. name <laughs> <laughs>
3: so what was the area again southwest side of Chicago Southwest but it's Chicago it's no, what's a Ch- Chicago long I'm yeah, gonna google it Chicago yeah. long yeah and check All it out check, us check us. it out <laughs> 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 but when i look back on my friendships and like the people that i surrounded myself with it was always the people that to this day like are queer they're gay they're lesbian they're just like it was yeah. always the queer motherfuckers and i didn't i had no idea i was just like operating on straight intuition straight like just trusting myself to be around people that made me feel good and made right. me feel you know um, so yeah, when I look back, I'm like, oh my God, I've been me all along. Like I've always, you know, like people exist. We've ex- we exist, right. you know. And I mean, if you even think about like um, people who are intersex, mm. people who are intersex mm. have <clears throat> been erased in society. Like there are there are um, people who are, or there are activists. Who are rallying against what doctors have been doing for so many years um, where there's people who are born with like a penis and a vagina mm. and the doctor will choose one for them and mm. not even tell the parent. Ouch. And it's like you're erasing an entire community yeah. an entire population of people so much so that people think there's only female and male. Yeah. When there's a whole other classification that just just on on like bodily when you talk about you know physical because gender you can be whatever you want to be right, but when it comes to like your anatomy, the fact that it's being controlled to that degree says so much about yeah. where the fuck we can go and like mm. who we can be. I forgot the question. No, you're good. You
0: you went on a beautiful explanation again. You're teaching us something. We're learning as again to as a human as humans humans we're learning how to navigate through all this yeah
3: i appreciate how open and welcoming and accepting i feel because it's unfortunately incredibly rare where i feel like people actually give a fuck that's
0: where i wanted to go with how has i wanted to also piggyback off of you after um I asked you, I wanted to ask Stephen, like, how do you guys, well, it's a perfect segue, I'm pretty sure you've dealt with, like, negativity, or, like, a backlash, or un, un, unacceptance with your decision, so how do you deal with it, What do you, how do you navigate through those choppy waters, and then for you, once you're done, for you, like, how do you handle the negativity personally, Stephen A., the journalist alien from space, the the young Jedi, How do you, like, handle the Mm,
3: haters? (laughs)
4: Mm. Well,
3: I I usually tell people, like, if you love me, you'll listen to me. Mm. You know, like, my cousin was like, so now everybody can be whatever they want. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna change my pronouns to blah blah blah. And I was mm-hmm. like, Lucy, my bad. I didn't to drop her, her name. Whatever. But I love her. She's my well, like literally one of my favorite cousins. Yeah. You know, but like, cause we keep it real. And she keeps it real where she's just like, you know, like muffers don't have the answers. And she just was speaking candidly. And I told her I was like, I love you. So whoever you tell me you are, I believe you. Mm. And it's simple. I'm like, it's just about love. Yeah. And she was just like Okay. All right. (laughs) You know? That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's really really cool. And at the start, I would get mad a lot. I would feel really disrespected or just, like, misunderstood or not given a chance or judged or projected upon. And people still do those things, right? But I'm not a mind reader. I don't know what's actually going on in people's minds or, like, why the fuck they said what they did. You know? Like, that's none of my business. Mm. And... When I think about it, it's like I don't, I don't often feel like people have come and tried to be um, hateful towards me. There's there's been a couple situations where there like they, someone called me an it or like whatever you know like, and that an it? yeah like just to be disrespectful because mm. people know they them pronouns, but they will like consciously choose to be, be a hateful. Dick. Uh-huh. choose to be a yeah to choose to be an asshole yeah you know and it's like you're not funny you're not cute you just look like Probably i do trying know. to get
0: a laugh you or... just
3: you look goofy like yeah mm. if you don't know that's okay and sit with your feelings like don't make yourself look like a dumbass <laughs> sit you know? with your feelings it, i like that yeah seriously <laughs> like you feel uncomfortable that's why you said that hey. but now it, we all just feel weird hearing it you know <laughs> like yeah. i don't know
0: Wow, That
2: mug identifies as Goofy.
0: Da, Goofy as fuck. Goofy yeah. fuck. Mm-hmm. Well, again, I think we're all we're all learning. One, a quick first reaction is probably <laughs> everyone's first. If you don't understand something, make fun of it. That's what that's like the first reaction, you know. Mm. But again.
3: It's like immature, or you know? or, or, yeah. or or
2: or rip them from limb to limb. It goes back to the fuck. <laughs> Which allegory. I have I
3: have been realizing um, that sometimes people are immature, and it's like, well, I don't, you know, like you just accept it because you can't change people, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm trying to practice a radical acceptance and like a radical compassion, but it gets it's like I have to tippy-toe on this fine line of like overstepping with compassion. Like mm. overstepping my own pain or like my own hurt feelings with compassion. Like I'm over here fucking dying because that shit really broke my heart. But I understand why that happened. Like totally get why you did that, you know? Like mm. like no, I can't that live woman. like that. Yeah. You know? Where it's like, no, something can be could have been wrong and hurtful and like I don't need to like make a whole explanation for like why they are the way they are, like, you know, I don't mm. know. <sighs> it's a lot. <laughs> it's, it's it's a lot. And it, I feel like it just reapplies to so much, so many other things, just, like, right. these are, like, life virtues, life lessons, mm. and shit that I just, growing pains, you know?
4: Right. Mm.
0: Uh-huh. Senor, perfect timing. So how do you, you personally, Senor Steve, how do you <laughs> handle... <laughs> How do you handle the the choppy waters, the life, when they throw... How do you prevent yourself from turning into your Anakin Skywalker and life is throwing you all this shit your way? So what do you do personally to prevent yourself from becoming a dark side of the
2: force user? I know. I know. On a side note, that hopefully doesn't make the cut, I kind of fuck with the dark side.
4: Oh! I kind of don't like the
2: Jedi's. Like oh. I, I, I legitimately, as I learn more about oh. this world, I'm like, y'all talking about I can't be in love, I can't yes. feel, I can't yeah. have emotion. Yeah. Nah, y'all sound kind of culty to me. It's <laughs> um, interesting. I kind of like the mother cats who are yes. talking about, like, go for the best, be the yes. best person you could be. That's yes. a whole different perspective thing. I always loved the villains. Different I've loved perspective. The yes. But it's like I said, every every villain is someone's hero can you imagine star wars told from the side of the siths it'd be very different so,
0: i'm gonna give you okay different. perfect i'm gonna I'm interject real quick so for me star wars in a whole it's a beautiful love story and and anakin skywalker darth vader is the main villain but actually no it's a love story if you watch all of it i'm i'm, I'm not gonna ruin anything for you but you've you've There's a young boy who's very talented in the force. And you can apply this to South Chicago. You can apply this to your homies. You can apply this to anybody. A young, talented individual that can do spectacular things, whatever it may be. Very talented in the force. But life just sometimes throws you a bad hand. And sometimes some people choose left instead of right. And sometimes the dark side is more seductive To make that quick knowledge burst Or or maybe not seductive Maybe it's You can learn different things going down this side That you can't learn from the other side It's an analogy that, that, that we can all kind of get Because We've all been tempted by the dark side To go left instead of right You know in, Instead of skipping work or whatever like "Ah, all right i'll get up you know like doing your due diligence we all have that 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 we all could turn to the dark side at at any given you know it's 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 seductive it's 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 bad it's that's the i don't know the the cost of living in the area there's the luck of the draw it's whatever happening so for you how do you personally handle that
2: I got to completely sidetrack what you just asked me because oh, yeah, of the no, realization that Yo. I just had. Give me, give me oh, that epiphany. No, fuck Star Wars. <gasps> don't give me that. Oh, oh man. Oh, oh, man. Oh, fuck. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What I just realized as we've been talking and as I've been trying to figure out how to hone in like a conclusion in my head, playing a yeah. fucking puzzle in my head. The problem that I've had with Star Wars as I'm watching it is that I don't identify holistically with the dark side or yeah. the fucking light side, yes. the Jedi or the Sith. Yes. Like, yeah. Like I, I legitimately don't yes. have a holistic yes. preference and like we're talking <laughs> about spectrum and we're talking mm-hmm. about like what it means to like what, what at what threshold do you become an artist or yeah. not, or a teacher yeah. or not? It's like I like parts of both sides very mm. much. And, like, I think fucked up part about this all is that we're making motherfuckers choose. Yes. And, and that's crazy to think about. Like, why does it have to be a dark and a light side? Clearly, there's a spectrum of color. Yeah, you just can't have a
3: red lightsaber without people being on dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimately, on yeah,
2: dirt. I get but you. But it's crazy because, yeah, I'm like, you know, I, I guess, uh, <laughs> On a side note, I'm just realizing that like this whole putting people in yeah. baskets uh, causes a big problem sometimes, yes. and like clearly even in stories, like you even know, in like basic? even in like films, I love films that are like yes. you can't define them as a mystery or a thriller or a comedy or a horror film because it's yeah. kind of a little bit. I like I like that there are those things yeah. too. But to answer the question, how do I defy? (laughs) There's no good or bad. How do I handle the haters? It's it's an alliteration (laughs) episode. By the way, it was Voyager, the vocal vagabond. That's That's what it
0: was.
1: There you go.
3: Voyager, the vocal vagabond. Oh, that was supposed to be with the song on.
1: Damn. That's going to be like my OnlyFans and
3: shit. (laughs) 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 Shit. I'll send you an invoice. Right. (laughs) Uh, Buddy. Yeah, man. But honestly,
2: how do I handle the haters like
0: the negativity, (coughs) the choppy waters, you know what I mean? What do you personally do?
2: I'm used to choppy waters. It's what I do when the waters aren't choppy. Is what I'm like. My next stage in my life, mm-hmm. I'm I'm pretty good with handling turmoil and handling people telling me that like I can't do something. Mm. I am now at a point in my life where people are telling me that I can do anything, and that is beautiful. And I'm so like I'm I'm humbled and I, I like love that, but I don't know how to handle it, and it like makes me. Almost depressed because like I don't know how to handle yeah. I'm used to like people be like nah you can't make that shot in like nah yeah. you can't get that shit you can't make it happen why and like I lived I yeah. lived under those pressures yeah. and I almost like create them sometimes Ooh. like oh I want to work without a budget people are like nah I'll fund this film like yeah. I really like it uh, like no 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 I don't nah. need it damn not so- the self-sabotage it's <laughs> a <laughs> <laughs> <Listen, laughs> real talk yeah. that's a real yo yeah.
3: someone just told me that self-sabotage is a form of self-harm absolutely it
2: is oh, hey, and man, yeah. I suffer from that man I suffer from that everyone yeah, all my loved too. ones say that <laughs> <laughs> um, but how, how to handle it this is how i handle it this is how i handle it honestly in all honesty it's um if there are people that have things to say about something i'm doing the first thing i do is at least take it into account i have to because there's probably some kind of truth in there or at least there's a potential mm. so if somebody is like yo walsh you got some shit get into your head like maybe it, I, I do yo walsh you only speaking about this and not that maybe that's true so I like always start with that like I'm not gonna just knock it because I could never learn from my mistakes if I don't know I'm making them um, And then I am now realizing that I have to understand How much to trust my gut when my gut's telling me something because for a very long time I didn't do that and the minute I started trusting my gut is the minute things started creatively clicking for me success started coming both like financially and with just like actually how I feel about providing value to the world it like all happened when I started to trust myself mm. um, so I factor it in because I think it's important to hear what people got to say I obvi- obviously I'm, I'm in a medium where like I'm doing things to create a certain emotion in people mm. and, and have a certain action item after experiencing what I make um, so I have to take it into account and if people don't like it I have to understand like what do I do about it mm. do I think okay I can't please everyone or do I think yo maybe something is slipping through the cracks you know I I, I I would hate to be a type of person where i'm so i'm so confident that like I, I don't i don't listen to people when they're trying to tell me something especially when sometimes it comes from the heart and it's like good honest advice that can make me better right. and at the same time it's like motherfucker's always got something to say so fuck them. And I use that that's for true. fuel. So it's like it's a, there ain't no right answer. <laughs> yeah. I got to gauge. Fuel. I got a gauge who's hating. It depends <laughs> on <laughs> who's hating.
3: Okay, yeah. Hold on. I <laughs> need to revise my answer. Go ahead and chime <laughs> in. <Yeah. laughs> because, you know, when it comes to my identity, that's that's different. I feel more passionate about it, you know. But, like, I think the same. I, I still try to um, take other people's feedback or what they're showing me into account. Especially when it comes to like, okay, so then how should I talk about this with this person then so that they understand? Or like, you know, I try to take different pathways, makes mm-hmm. different strategies for navigating the conversation when it comes to identity, you know. Yeah. Mm. But I, I do have a hard time with my emotions. Like if somebody says something or to me that I like am having a hard time processing, yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's easy for me to get lost in my feelings yeah. and and react off of that so i feel like i'm going through a huge uh maturity uh, growth spurt right now and it's kind of cool because it's forcing me to face
0: <laughs> it's kind of cool it's
3: kind of cool hey,
0: growing it's for- growing's cool <laughs> you're 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 human as
3: you know and i've like I've read about it. I see, you know, like your your shadow selves, like you know, is, like what I. What is
0: your shadow self? What does that mean?
3: Your shadow self. That's like Carl things Jung. things about yourself. Oh, it's uh, Eckhart Tolle. Mm. It's like the things that you believe about yourself that you don't tell anyone. Like mm. like <clears throat> I'm worthless. You know, like oh, you're not gonna the, tell anyone that. But yeah. if you if you believe that, yeah. it can even get hard to acknowledge that you believe it because you've locked it away so far. Hmm. You know.
0: Interesting. This is
4: deep, man. Well, that this goes.
0: You? Oh, this you. Yeah, that's me. Uh, to, to interject, um, it wasn't told, but I think. Let me see. I have my notes here.
3: Ooh, I just noticed you had notes.
0: I have a little, it's my little scribbles.
4: <laughs> and it's a I'm Star a, Wars journal. Yes, everyone. it is. Yes. Just Jedi's so you
0: know. Journal. I'll show you the front right now. It's under the mic. <clears throat> uh, so everyone so knows he, he has it. a Star Wars journal.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> where is it? Dear oh, your I'm diary. Sorry. Oh, there's a mind-body study. And I believe there are multiple scientists. There's like psych- psychologists and people that are studying the mind pretty much. And... There's a connection between that. There's a connection between like the traumas, like a perfect segue. Um, If a community undergoes a trauma via extreme job loss, what they experience, what your grandparents, it gets passed down. Like it gets ingrained for some reason.
3: Generational trauma. It's
0: generational and, and it can shift and change. And, again, we're still learning how to navigate. We're still learning about that brand-new yes. first-day freshman as humans were learning about, oh, shit.
3: Which is pretty exciting when it comes to epigenetics and, mm. and people who are pregnant nowadays because there's, like, a, this whole super baby movement shit happening. CRISPR. And
0: okay.
3: I don't know that many details about it. Yeah. But it's, like, your mind is so intricate connected to your body that when you're pregnant whatever you think will be passed to the baby and like the stuff that you're trying to let go of or not have affect the baby like it's just so important how you navigate even just like your mental yeah that's crazy that shit gets passed down yeah Uh, yeah (laughs) and you can like you can actively affect your baby like in incubation so that oh, yeah. they don't have to deal with the same kind of shit that you did. Yeah. You know, like you, as you heal your trauma, your DNA changes. Mm. And when you pass that down, you're, you know, you're birthing, like, this new, beautiful, like, DNA fucking yeah. miracle into the world. Yeah.
2: And on the other end, if you don't, you know, you're contributing to people coming, mm-hmm. getting from the Dude, start. Dude,
3: I'm here from a cycle. <laughs> you know, right. like, I uh-huh. am part of, of a cycle. Like, yeah. yeah, man yeah but even then it's like there's there's just so much beauty in it because it's like even without trying like the next generation just has a better chance <laughs> sometimes i don't know yeah. i don't want to speak for everybody but
0: or they have different opportunities or the times yeah. have changed exactly. you know what i mean it's, yeah, like it's you're, interesting yeah it's it's, it's it's you're very, more free in a way with technology you can communicate with so many people instantly
1: it's mm-hmm. pretty interesting and it's also very like uh because a lot of our everybody's personal thoughts became so much uh about media itself, people are, in a way, also realizing that a lot of these people go through different phases in life, too. So it's becoming more it's becoming more educational now at this time, like where you learn and you pass
3: that on. Yeah. You learn, you pass that on. The journey. Like, people get awakened to the journey. Like, oh, wait, right. there's a journey happening. Right. <laughs> mm. You know, like, I did not notice this shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: I like um, looking at the the documentary as um, you're shining a light on an area that not, not only are you seeing the effects of the steel mill, but you're shining lights on, I believe, to chime back to that word, a crime against humanity. Like in our area, we've seen environmental issues. We've seen... Issues with the water, we've seen issues with the toxicity in the soil because of what well, they've done many, many years ago. And still we're here, you know. And I believe you're telling a very interesting and intricate and delicate story of something that to me. And so you, you know so many other people have amazing stories that no one kind of. They stay local, but if anyone were to get a hold of these stories, I think they will impact millions because this is—it is, is the Anakin story. It is the story of. Oh, speaking of that, to chime back on that. Sorry, I'm all over the place. Ahsoka, have you seen Ahsoka? That just popped in my brain right know. now. I don't know. So that... The animated show? Yes. That is with the... is um, like.
2: Yes. I thought it didn't come... Did it just come out or something?
0: There's a season... She kind of... We'll talk. Yeah, the, I'm, the, going, I'm the, going
2: in an order. There's you're some going in an order. order so oh, like, oh, you haven't
3: watched Andor?
2: Oh, no. No, I haven't. I haven't seen... I haven't seen at this point half of the stuff. She's God, the Stitch. Me. She's... she's
0: your answer to where your stance is right now
2: she's a growing favorite of mine from what i do know
0: there's a there's it's a balance of the force it's a taking of old and becoming a new and to tie that all in i believe that the area new is is becoming a new hope so what is your stance <laughs> what's your stance on oh, yeah. what's your stance on penguins in in Tell Antarctica? Me.
2: What is your stance on uh, your neighborhood being the dumping ground? Oh, I don't support it. Yeah. Uh, not in favor. Do not vote. Uh, um, veto, veto.
0: N- no, like how do you? To me, you're telling an, an amazing story on on not just the area, but it's so m- much more, man. It's, and you're not just an artist. You're you're you you're a teacher. You're you're uh, to me, one of the pioneers of the renaissance.
2: I oh, appreciate it,
0: man. One of the, it's, How can we further shed lights on certain things that, t- to us, you know, growing up with the mills, or not the mills, um, the pet coke and everything, generations being affected, it's... it's I always considered us like we were, were the toxic Avengers. We're a little area that just got, for whatever reason, might not be intentional, just for whatever reason, we just grew up in certain conditions around certain things, and we are the results of what happened
2: another side note I'm picturing like the action figures oh the, yeah like, yes And like you know like having like these heroic traits but like being all sick and shit right? that's what you it know, was like, you, you remember Toxic that's, like, Avengers like flying in yeah. the air but like like uh-huh. a fucking like asthma tank yes. and shit yes. <laughs> yes. Just, like, you can't fly because you're obese because you eating just like sugary products because that's all that's next to you like you we're, we might ha- we might be onto to something <laughs> the Southeast Heroes the yes. Toxic Avengers that it like, <laughs> yes Trying to fly. Like, yeah, you yeah, can't like get off the ground. Um oh, shit. I don't even know what you were asking me about because I'm just picturing these like fucking pukimon kind of things. That's you're exactly like,
0: what they were. The toxic avengers. I think they garbage pale kids. Yes, exactly.
2: <laughs> <Garbage>.
3: <laughs> I was imagining more like um like like <laughs> like the waste, the environmental <laughs> you know no. like the environmental um racism, shall we call it?
0: Yeah, it's, uh, what. what is your definition of environmental racism? What is your...
3: Like, um, dumping, you dumping of like, of toxic chemicals in a black or person of color neighborhood area, low income, usually.
4: Hmm.
3: It's like, it's called NIMBY, which stands for not in my backyard. So it mm. always, it's like a whole thing where it's been documented that people experience environmental racism like in it'll be like neighborhoods that have like more asthma um because motherfuckers can't breathe and yeah. shit yeah
2: man you, you you're gonna enjoy this documentary i can't wait for you to check it out well, yeah. it's like something it's, like in the big marsh area well i mean just uh well at least in 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 our area it's yeah that's an example that's an example like so f- for example our neighborhood has 90% of the landfills of Chicago. <laughs> 90%. See, you just taught me something. racism. 90%. Um, and are you serious? Yeah, yeah. It's like 9 out of 10 landfills are in our neighborhood. We're like quite well, literally the dumping grounds.
0: No shit. Mm-hmm. Literally mm-hmm. and figured. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It
3: doesn't and, smell that bad. <laughs> 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 appreciate that,
0: Appreciate No, that. but there's something with... The nose, the nose gets used to smells after a while. Yeah. So communities and shit like that. There's, there's. I forgot what that yeah. study is.
2: But yeah. Wow. Well, look. I mean, I feel like what what I know about, and I'm like, I'm, I'm I've been, I have been finding a very interesting gray line between like environmental things, mm. or I'm sorry, racism things and capitalism things. Mm. And a lot of it is like hand in fucking yes. hand, mm-hmm. yeah. Because essentially, you <laughs> can compare what happened to us to the entirety of the Rust Belt. You know, like you go to Detroit and it's black and brown neighborhoods that got fu- that are still fucked, right? Yes. Like you can go to a fucking any city in Pennsylvania and you see yeah. the same thing. And it's like that's just in one market, you know, this Absolutely. this one type of market. But like, what happened historically, right? You had this idea to um, make America the steel center of the world right and it starts there right you, you got american dream you have these individuals that are gaining money and wealth for the first time putting it together and, and starting to think about how they can literally take over the world and what they did is they put their banks together mm-hmm. to basically hit a lick it's like they bought a pound of weed instead of buying ounces <laughs> and legitimately that was u.s steel that's u.s steel right yeah. they came together and said let's as u.s sell steel slaying this shit mm-hmm. and so You get the cheapest motherfuckers to make that shit because that's where the profits lie. Don't matter if you're Italian, don't matter if you're Irish, don't matter if you're black, don't matter, brown, whoever's doing this shit for the low, that's not complaining, that don't mind the hazardous working conditions, that don't mind the polluted communities. Don't matter who the fuck you are. So that's what Someone's I mean about do it. that's what I mean about yeah. the environmental racism versus like so capitalism. Should we
3: say environmental violence? It's all.
2: I, it's yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, it's like it's it, to Oppression. me. It's a it's a, it is a disease of capitalism and yeah. and racism is one of those Venn diagrams where they're going hand in hand mm. right now. Yeah. You know, because it's like it's really like as long as it's that's not a, me. <laughs> you know what I mean? As, long as, yard, as yeah. long as it's not in my yard. As long as it's not in my yard. So wow. it just so happens that when the steel mills left, it was like well. it's you know, predominantly black and brown neighborhoods and a bunch of European immigrants and they all seem to be fucking not liking each other because they're competing for the job. Yeah. Once they were like, yo, US Steel realized that, yo, I could probably just hit a lick in another country. They're even cheaper over in these other countries. Fuck these motherfuckers on the Southeast side. And then they leave and then they don't even think like they literally don't even think about the aftermath. It's like when you have a bad breakup and you don't realize like mm. what you're also leaving when you leave. Like yeah. what comes with you leaving the way you left. Yeah. So our Ooh. neighborhood Ooh. is basically at <laughs> Mi that corazón. point. And yeah, and to answer that yeah, like we we're the we have we're a dumping ground of the neighborhood. We we, there's not even statistics to back this yet Because it's so fresh But we have You know like Every other person on my block Had breast cancer Or cancer of some oh, yeah. sort And like that oh, shit I thought was normal yeah. Not at all Not yeah. at all um, Asthma Asthma And, and, and crazy asthma. Like and we're still fighting to this day Because they're starting They're trying to bring more shit to the neighborhood yeah. So it's like it, it never ends Like what to do about it I mean that's tough man I feel like you need power Or, or you need to destroy power It's one of the You know one of the two But um I just think it starts with at least understanding this and learning that it's so it goes it's going so far back. Yeah. And it never ends. Like the threads that connect the Vietnam War with the rise of gangs with the fucking Nazis with the fucking kings of Latin It's all like uh, you know one the of kings those, of Rome to yeah. the Latin kings of 106th street it's like yeah. they're all connected man it's Ooh. all connected. Wow. wow.
0: History repeats itself. Yeah man. Yeah man. It's one of those webs. Man. Señor.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. On a tangent right you there. You speak wrong. some right.
4: Knowledge, the Freestyle dude. right there. I got yeah, the freestyle. Bro. History freestyler. Well, that's like right. history freestyler
2: Kill no. the beat.
0: <laughs> you were you were a teacher giving yeah, a lecture I, I hit the summary right. And the there. students were very very intrigued They were like they were Mr. Listening. Walsh, you
2: were supposed to be talking about Pythagorean theorem, <laughs> What are you talking about? You talking about Hitler? No. What's going on? I was on no. my phone. <laughs> <laughs> this was a war, bro. This was this a war. This
0: this is a normal conversation tangents, right. as yeah. you can see, everyone, hey, <laughs> but that's 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 well, we're All having the, the you conversation. Know, is, you know
2: and it is interesting just to like I guess hit, hit conclusions um, <laughs> like we we compared some very interesting things that are actually very comparable like it's kind of crazy to think about how we well, compared like, it's like microcosms a, it was crazy, it was like one of those like the theory that everything is yeah. connected like is. we compared spectrum in a sort Spoiler from like alert. history to identity yes. to. Culture to like yeah. community, it's kind, of, it's beautiful, guys. We did well. So look, we in, well. In, a, in a weird way, we I love you, the guys. world, Thank baby.
0: You. Thank you, I appreciate it, <laughs> and I send that love back. So in a weird way, I uh, remember, I, I, I we want to have a normal conversation, but we have a, a, a skeleton. So I'm gonna read you off my skeleton. So I believe we answered mostly all of this. So new theory of trauma. What we didn't talk about is ACE, the ACE trauma test. ACE trauma test, real quick, is, I believe, is the, it's a a rough, it's a 10-point scale of, depending on your upbringing, depending on the traumas you've been through, you you get a roughly a point scale, and depending on how higher that point scale is, the rougher shit you've been through, they send, like, a pretty much, like, a spider... so you're more susceptible to this, that, this, this crime and and, and, and like low living health problems, health effects, because that ties into like the mind body study. So the ACE, we didn't talk about that, but everything else did. The mind body study, we got that. Let me see. The Body keep Score, South Chicago.
4: Oh.
0: Um, we didn't talk about like, well, we kind of did. Uh, the unhealed parents. So that one, it's we kind of can't say
2: that's a whole another. that's a whole episode, Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: But we kind of did just because of if if you for the documentary. That generation that experienced that, everyone that worked in the mills. That's their story that we're uncovering, kind of now. We're seeing now. Many people like myself, we're learning now for the first time. Oh.
3: Yeah, what happened to you? Oh, yes.
0: Now we kind of understand from a different perspective. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's why the grumpy old man the, get off my fucking grass. You know, well, that's he worked hard for that grass and house and you know, you might yeah. see it in a different Yeah. 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 So in that perspective. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the water, let me see, water, air, um kind of we talked about being like in a food desert almost. Uh, we discussed it almost before. We're, we're kind of in our own little bubble. We don't yeah. have access to much.
2: Well, it's, but, it's changing because we also got the heat.
0: Yes. Oh, so we we're, bringing the heat. There's parts.
3: You know, it's, it's complicated. There's parts. And the love fridge.
0: Oh, that's true. See? Times are changing. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, it's good, it's, man. It's the it's renaissance. Good. That's why I feel like, it. mm. We talked about the documentary. Obviously, we talked about Anakin. The renaissance. Obviously, Anakin. Yeah, Obviously. <laughs> obviously. Hyde Park and his connections, and the kind of like the living dis- differences. And the last one, a new hope. So, for you, you won one of your screenings. You said it's kind of like a new hope where everything's again on the cusp, the renaissance is here. So, if without further ado, if you have any questions, I would like to know what is a new hope for you around here, you in general. You, for yourself as a human, you, Stephen, not even us, not even the documentary, you as a human, what is a new hope for you?
2: Man, it's honestly this, man. This is cool. We're fucking... It's a nice eclectic group, uh, (laughs) (laughs) including a vagabond.
0: A vagabond. Vocal vagabonds. I Um, like that.
2: That's me. Yeah. (laughs) Nah, man. I don't know. new hope, it's like uh, people not being afraid to explore the things that they want to explore. And I feel Mm. like that will lead to a lot of growth and it would lead to a lot of expansion and that's what we need right now like we need to grow and expand our mind to get us out of this little pickle we're in where we're at a spot where there's not a lot of opportunities in our community but there's a lot of potential and there's a lot of people that are ready to take on the hard work that is necessary to bring it about that change we want you know from from all of these different walks you know academics education teachers parents you know, this, you know, this young, hungry group of kids. Um, there's a lot of ways in which we can grow. We're pretty mindful of other areas that had similar stories to us that are just at different times. So we mm-hmm. have the opportunity to learn from the mistakes of others. You know, I think that's important. Um, and we're already seeing that, you know. There's people investing in the neighborhood. There's outside attraction, both wanted and unwanted. Um, there's still a lot of things that we have to fight for that are still... Um, you know, in the mix of, of of either happening or not, from development, lack of development, mm. the wrong kind of development. Um, but but there's so much hope because there's a lot of muscle. There's a lot of muscle in the neighborhood and there's momentum and there are things that are being talked about that aren't the negative for a change and i think that's awesome i love being a part of that and still and the different worlds are talking and that's what i think is also really important you have the artists talking to the teachers talking to the kids even talking to the street kids and the gangs and like it you know like you can't just ignore that shit you cannot and i and i think in our neighborhood we are doing what we can to at least understand it and like Figure out ways to provide opportunities to get them out of it. I think that's really important, because mm. especially as a teacher, when I was when I was teaching and I saw these kids that they 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 just shook off as lost and like a lost cause. Mm. The potential in them to be great was incredible because a lot of them were really leaders without yeah. direction. A big ass chunk of them, you know. Um, that's my grandfather's story. You know, he was a, he was a leader of a gang. He should have been a CEO of a company, Ooh. easily, easily, because yeah. he Absolutely. had the mindset. He knew how to run it. He yeah. just all he knew was that, you know, it was a, it, I put that, I put that in one of the songs in, in the documentary. is all that I know. It's all that I see. Like, wh- what else do you expect me to be? You know, it's, it's it, to me, that new hope is expecting something more. Wow.
3: Whew. Imagination, dreaming. <sighs> Um, Those are. Have you read The Body Keeps the Score?
0: Yes, that's an amazing. In like the
3: first chapter, where he talks about how, which that guy is under fire right now. Uh oh, the author is he? Yeah, because he was like Bessel. He was he was like mistreating people Uh and um, getting too close to his own like students and shit or some Mm. shit or like his people working for him. I don't know. I don't know, but um, so yeah, I guess I always take everything with a grain of salt, anyway. But yeah, um, yeah early in the book, he talks about how trauma takes away your ability to dream. <sighs> mm-hmm. So through healing, you know, like you you don't yeah. you can heal your trauma. I mean, doesn't not to say that nothing traumatizing or traumatic will ever happen to you again, yeah. but you know, it's like it's in it's a process, it's ongoing. Um, but when you heal. You yeah. can dream. Yeah. You don't have to be in like survival mode anymore. So this is like a this. It's also interconnected.
0: It's also wildly interconnected. Um, to before we leave, one of um, I had a, a, a gig when I was tra- I was training in the South Loop, and I always felt like I was being utilized, and I loved it. And then I had my own spot closer to home. And towards the end, I always felt like, hmm, I didn't have that same oomph. And to me, it was like, hmm, what's going on? I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with like a bump in the road. And to me, it's I'm, 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 what, what's going on here? And my personal deep dive is I'm working with a different type of individual, and an individual that's been through a lot an individual that handles information differently that the cpu because of whatever they've been through processes interactions differently so hmm i have to learn how to again not only be a teacher but a student and learn and go through hmm interesting so there's many effects that happen Mind and body that I I, I still don't believe we, we we fully understand yet, and we're not gonna. We're, I think it's, it's gonna. We're it's, still. It's an intelligence we're that still, we're not
3: even like developed enough to understand.
0: So I always commend everyone that speaks freely about that. Commend Senor over here that you bring not because of your documentary, because of your story that you're. It's it's interconnected with so much, and I think that so much needs to get. That, that light So I think Appreciate I think I, I accomplished My mission today I got With, with, with the normal Fluid conversation I got yeah. all the topics If you have
1: Any last questions Have at it Senor uh, I just wanted to say That you're uh, Telling a very A very beautiful Romantic story Like you were saying Right now it was a ro- This is like a romance uh, uh, Heartbroken How they know they are not never been Heartbroken Kind of stuff Is like this area had happiness, and it was ripped out of them like a breakup. Yeah. And then right now, this 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 journey, these bloody ni- 90s and time frames is like a mourning process from that. And now you're starting to see, like, it's starting to come back, you know, come back alive, come back and ready for love again, you know. So you're you're you're, you're paying a beautiful love story. I it's like amazing, that, bro. I yeah, like yeah.
2: That. I like that. Southeast side single, ready to mingle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, come on, win it. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hey, 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 that's true. Me
4: that's me. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very nice. Yes. Very nice. Nice. Oh. What a cool yeah. way. Yeah. Cool. That's that's a that's a
2: hacker <laughs>